Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I will be your host this evening. Sitting across from me, as always, is my co-host, personal Lummy warrior, uh, ordained minister, uh, civil engineer in training. What other title can we throw at you? Um, You can call me... Ishmael? (laughs) Prince Albert. Prince Albert. (laughs) User of the Prince Albert. But anyways, his name is Talon. Hi, Talon. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you, Josh? Oh, tired. Me too. You're, you're t- it, yeah, it's been a long day today. So uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, please understand this show is void of any redeemable qualities. The show is basically a couple of drunk guys doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Just think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. Uh, this show has a runtime of about two to three hours, so highly recommend. If that's not your thing, get the hell off. Uh, and this show has explicit content like you would not believe. So as I do with the last couple of shows, I'm going to give everybody a five count that doesn't like explicit content to jump off before I say a very offensive term. Talon, count me off. Five, four, three, two, one. Jizz stain. A lot of these are, are ejaculate oriented. <laughs> that, that's kind of going to be the weekly theme. Where where are you finding these? First oh, no, no, no. That would be telling. No, okay. no, no. We won't be doing that. All right. The internet is an amazing thing. Are you on the dark web? No. Nah. <laughs> I don't need to dig deep into the dark web <laughs> to get cuss words. Well, you might get better words is what I'm saying. Probably. I'll probably... <laughs> Probably get shit I've never heard of and will terrify me. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to give a spoiler warning up front. We do movie reviews. Uh, sometimes they're new movies. Sometimes they're older movies. So we, we're going to get in depth on all of these films. Uh, most of the time, you probably won't be able to piece together what the hell it even is because, well, we're not very linear in our conversations. So anyways, so as far as what we're doing today, we're going to talk about the movie Dead Man starring Johnny Depp. And then in the kids' corner, we are going to be discussing uh, the adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Mm-hmm. But first, it's time for my favorite segment. What are we drinking tonight? Now, before I dive into what we're drinking tonight, I made a grievous error last episode. Okay. What, what was that? So we were enjoying, well, I wouldn't say enjoying because it was kind of ass, but the, the Tullamore Duke Caribbean rum cask. And I said to you that it was 80% alcohol. That, yeah, that was absurd. That was absolutely incorrect on my part. It was actually oh. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof 80 proof 80 okay. proof so I don't it was know not, what that means so if it was 80 percent alcohol it would have been basically like drinking ether oh sure no and that's yeah. that's what i thought and that's yeah. why i guess i i don't know was not drinking as much that, i thought i was gonna die that, that's okay you're you're <laughs> in, in my research your average whiskey is typically 
about 40% uh, alcohol by volume and typically an 80 proof in that in that uh, okay. department. Good. So want to get that out of the way. Uh, again, we are not uh, uh, whiskey es- experts, alcohol experts. We're really not experts at anything, are we? Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. Not yet, anyway, for no. me. No, well, we're working on it, yeah. though. We're working on it. So tonight we are drinking the Kilbegan Single Grain. Irish whiskey. Mm-mm-mm. The uh, our good friends at the uh, chaps at Master Malt uh, describe this as a single grain Irish whiskey from the Kilbegan range, made using a mash bill of ninety four percent corn and six percent malted barley. Rather light and easy going, this expression is particularly enjoyable in mixed drinks or sipped as an aperitif. So this thing is 43% alcohol by volume and 86 proof, which is a little bit on the high side for an Irish whiskey. What is the proof, dude? Does it get me more drunk quickly? Both Faster? both are indica- indicators as to how much of an alcohol content is in the in the actual drink. And yes, we'll probably get you fucked up faster. Awesome. Yes. So the nose on this guy is sponge cake apricot and icing sugar sponge cake like a sea sponge like spongebob the square pants is no that what we're talking sponge about? cake have you ever had angel food cake angel food cake yes no. okay angel well, food it, it's it, how do i describe it is it, it's, it's is like, it like it, is it ethnic it's a very white no it's a very white spongy cake <laughs> okay <laughs> as soon as he asks <laughs> if it's ethnic i say no 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 it's white cake it's white i promise <laughs> Um, I, I, you ever had strawberry shortcake? No, I don't know what that is. My God, I've got to take you places and do things. Anyways, um, I'm not spell, spelling sponge cake at all. Um, I know maybe the, the apricot a little bit. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, icing sugar. No, no icing, no sugar. No, nothing. Uh, the palate is buttery at first before biscuit sweetness and a hint of nutmeg spiciness appears. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Did, did this nutmeg taste... Nutmeg spiciness? No. Did you taste any a bit a biscuit sweetness? No, they're talking about cookies, right? Biscuits? I, you know, I don't know. I, I would assume that, yes, they're... Because this ain't no Popeye's biscuit. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it it is not. It is absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not tasting that either. Uh, the finish is fizzy oak, lime peel, and vanilla. I got the oak, and the, maybe that's what that aftertaste is. With I'm getting like the limey because I felt like I'm biting into styrofoam and chewing it up. You know what I mean? Um, maybe that's what that lime is. It's like eating a lime peel. That's a good description. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what fizzy oak is. Fizzy oak. Um, is oak that is fizzy? Is it carbonated oak? I guess so. That yeah. What is? Why? That's such a odd. It's a very odd choice. It's a very odd descriptor. But uh, I will say, um, I'm not really getting any hint of vanilla on the back end there. No. All right. Well, I mean, if I imagine what vanilla tastes like, then yeah, definitely. We are. I mean, it, well, it, no. I'll, I'll say this: It'll, it tastes like vanilla if you just took like a, a shot of vanilla extract. <laughs> that sounds like an experiment we need to conduct <laughs> yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, I I find it enjoyable. Um, 
it's the aftertaste is smooth. I do enjoy that. Uh, the, the initial hit, little. I can't articulate it. That's why I have the 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 lords at master of, of malt. Yeah, you know, do this, but I think their articulations are a little off at times. But uh, yeah. I I enjoy it. I, I think it's good. I, I, it's going to get better as we get drunker. Oh, so definitely. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, speaking of the drink tonight, we are enjoying our drinks in uh, some new glasses that Talon has brought. Uh, these are pretty much your standard whiskey glass, but uh, these are special because they have bullet slugs uh, fused into the side of them. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. The glass is like molded around this bullet. Um I don't know. And Which, it's like a nice handle. It's the bullet's halfway inside the cups of the glass. So if you want, like, I my favorite thing to do is to get sphere ice, mm-hmm. and that and that's why I brought these here because I can't use them at my house because I can't fit my entire sphere in there. It just plops on the top of the bullet. It just sits on top of the bullet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean it's kind of cool. So you have to get the cubed ice that melts really quickly, and I don't know. Well, you're, you, I noticed you were using it as a measurement earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And you, the whiskey goes right up to the bullet. That's like that's double? I don't know. It's about half to the halfway point in the glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you could consider it a double. I, I like it for the, the handle purposes. Oh, yeah, no, yes, it provides nice grip. It, it's a nice lip, so, you yeah. know, my 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 clumsiness, I will not be dropping this because I sure. have a little peg sticking out of it. Yeah. So and I like that. All right, well... We're going to move. Yes. Well, before we move on, okay. I do have a surprise for you. Oh, fuck. That I brought. Now, I I was thinking about you because, you know, you were in a lot of pain mm-hmm. recently. And um, I, I wanted to get something that's going to help you relax and just take the edge off at the end of the day. You brought you know? me a hooker? Um, next best thing. A dead hooker? <laughs> I'll have oh, you open that. There's a box. It opens up right here on that side. Right there on that side. All yep. right. Probably have to. You know, you're cut supposed to. You, you go ahead and cut that open for me. I don't trust myself with sharp objects. That's fine. That's fine. There you go. And since this is not a visual medium, I will go ahead and describe it. What is this? All right, so it's, it, it's it's a box that says testacuzzi for the nuts. <laughs> it it looks like an ashtray and it, it's it's nut shaped. Can you cut that there for me? It, it's already it's already yeah. Cut. You can go ahead and you have to slide it out. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm almost afraid to do this. Oh my god! What the fuck? Oh, this is literally a jacuzzi for your nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where the fuck? <laughs> read, read uh, I'm reading the I'm reading the directions oh, no, here. Yeah, okay, read, okay. Read so first, decide water temperature. Well, I'm going to go lukewarm yeah. personally. Uh, not too hot, not too cold. Pour water into your testicle testicle. <laughs> Test a koozie and turn it on for an enhanced experience. Try adding other test a koozie products. Wait, there's other test a koozie products? Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, place your test a koozie wherever you desire. Uh, get naked 
free your man bits and dunk your junk. Experience hep penis. <laughs> Take it out. Test it out. Uh, We're going to do a live test oh, here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh wow. Uh, I don't <laughs> think put so. Put it on the table. Like I, like I said, this kind of looks like an ashtray with a little water fountain on the end of it. Oh, my God. You're sick, man. Look, I, I got to say, I mean, this is nice. And I'll, I'll go ahead and post this a photo of this on our Facebook page. <laughs> um. Well, look, see that rubbery bit? That's yeah. where you lay lay the uh, the old the old guy. Okay, my balls are not that big. And <laughs> One they, size fits it, all. Well, and, 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 and <laughs> that is massive. And they don't sag that much. <laughs> I know it's massive, but it's enough water in there so that they are fully submerged and floating. <laughs> and in case, like you know, because that's like a bowl could probably use that for sure. You know. I, I I'm trying to envision a scenario where I'd want to soak my balls. You know, I could <laughs> after I had my vasectomy, I definitely could have used this. That would have been great. Pour, pour pour some whiskey in it and turn it on. Oh, oh well, that's and then drink it out. Drink the whiskey out because <laughs> yeah. I'm not wasting whiskey on we'll that. Sterilize it. Yeah. No, that's that's okay. Well, Talon, what a lovely gift. Oh, oh. <laughs> sounds like it's got a vibrating feature. Oh, it, yeah. It does have a vibrating feature. Well, cool. this certainly isn't a hand job, but it's the next best thing, I guess. Well, I mean, you, you could, I don't know, ask your wife, hey, I've, I brought over a new toy. Oh, well, I'm sure she'd be thrilled. <laughs> thrilled. All right, I'll take it. I'll no, take no, it no. Back oh, no, 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 no. You're okay. you're not going to take this back. There will be no regifting of this. <laughs> this this will uh, uh, hang in a place of honor <laughs> in my bathroom. Right. Now, here here's the fun part. Uh, I would be using this, knowing my luck, and my wife walking in would be the least of the problems. It would be if my seven year old decided to bust in oh, at that God. point. You don't have a lock on your door. I do, but. Yeah, kids sometimes break into things. Just drop kick the door open. Dad, Exa I want Cheetos. Exactly. And <laughs> Daddy, what are you doing? Uh, Daddy's praying. Well, this is how that would go. The door would fly open, and then in one quick movement, you grab it. It flicks and explodes on the wall. <laughs> Shatters every because it's 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 like a hard plastic. It's gonna break if you throw it hard enough. I'm sure. Right. This is gonna hurt some people. <laughs> this is gonna hurt some people. Well, Talon, thank you so much. Uh, I I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this. Uh, my balls, thank you. Oh, they're yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna thank me. Yeah, yeah. I get drunk enough tonight. I'll be test test driving this thing. <laughs> Let, I want to update. How is it? <laughs> okay. I, ne next episode, I will update you on okay. how the testacuzzi works. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Dear God. All right. Well, I, and I didn't bring you a gift at all. No, that's okay. All right. Well, next up, we are going to do the weekly dilemma, which has no bumper. Yeah, I like that you're I, making the the movement towards the board. I know. I uh, we, I almost pressed the wrong bumper we there. T we talked about it la th this this week. We and, did. And uh, I, we I, did. I have some ideas, but those have not come to fruition yet. So uh, let's see. I'm a selfish bastard, so I'm going to start. Oh. And he's already diving into his, his second glass of whiskey, so this is going to be fun. I am having a dilemma in that... 
I am having a very difficult time keeping up on all of these shows that I need to be watching. And I know this is a real serious, you know, serious problem to have. Yeah. But I I really buckled down this week and tried to knock out a couple of series that I've had in my queue for a while. I finally finally finished the second season of The Boys. I finally finished the fourth season of Rick and Morty. I've got to start. I still haven't watched the second season of The Mandalorian yet, which is something I'm going to be diving into. Uh, there's two seasons of Blacklist I haven't even gotten to. Um, there, there's all these shows. It's really starting to pile up. Uh, uh, Letterkenny, God, Lord, the, the ninth season of Letterkenny's dropped. I haven't watched one of those. And then on top of that, I have our homework assignments that we do for, for the show. Mm-hmm. And like last night... I I had to sit down and watch both of them back to back because I had procrastinated and didn't get to it. So uh, trying to figure out how I, I'm going to do these things go, moving forward has been very difficult. When in your day do you typically have the most amount of free time? Uh, when I'm at work. <laughs> when you're at work? Okay. At, at any point, are can you fit in at least a window for a an entire two-hour movie. I because w- what I think your issue is is scheduling. Yes, you need a set schedule. Schedule it out once a week. Be like, and it can be tentative, and <clears throat> build the schedule around how you want your day to go, and then set aside some time to watch one episode of one show at at the very least. Right. <clears throat> See, the the hard part for that would be. I would be interrupted on a regular basis. I, I can't, it seems like every time I try to watch a show from beginning to end uninterrupted, it, it's, it seems like it's an impossibility. I cannot remember the last movie that I watched where I wasn't interrupted at some point. Uh, are, is there any point in the day typically where you go a few hours without being interrupted by anything? Well, you work in the same office as I do. Does that happen? Well, um, no, not during the workday. I'm just talking about like maybe towards in the evening hours or any day of the week that's typically better than others. Well, not really, no, because yeah. I have I have to go home at the end of the night. Yeah, I know. And you're and you're on the phone more than I am. Yes. Um, so yeah. So it's a it's a tough one. So I, I at, at home you can't pick set aside an hour. If I'm lucky Everybody will go to bed about 8, 8.30, and then I can sit down and, and try to hammer something out. Here's the problem, though. I'm so tired at the end of the day that I will start something, and I will fall asleep right in the middle of it. Mm. Then I'll wake up and go, why are the credits rolling? Oh, shit, I missed the whole fucking thing. And I feel bad doing that. So what, what I've ended up doing, because I know I do that, I've been watching shows that I don't mind falling asleep in the middle of. Like right now, American Dad is the one that I that I will slap on because I think it's I think it's funny, and I will try to stay awake with that. But if I do fall asleep and you know four episodes go by when I wake up or by the time I wake up, I don't feel bad about it. My show is grim right now for that. Yeah, I'll I'll pass out. I have no idea what episode I'm on right now, but what whatever. How do you watch a show that's that? kind of i know it's very dark and very kind of dramatic mm-hmm. that would knock me out in a minute that's why i need to watch something that's humor driven some type of comedy because if i don't i'm on my ass within 10 minutes 
Yeah, me, I can, <clears throat> as long as the story's compelling enough, I'm, I'm into it. Although I do prefer, like, dark and gritty stuff. But Rick and Morty's pretty entertaining, but I'll pass out to anything, anywhere. No, no agreed, yeah. agreed. And, and, and just because I'm watching something funny does not mean that I'm not, it, that it's going to keep me awake. I think it'll keep me awake longer than if I put some type of drama on or some, something <laughs> like slow Some pace. Korean soap opera. <laughs> have, you, have you seen? <laughs> Those are so interesting. Wow. They, that'll keep you awake. Well, probably because there's reading involved. Yeah, we got to get you into anime. I'm, I'm less apt to fall asleep if I'm having to read at that point. But then again, we're we're crushing my love of, of the visual medium for reading, which I, I don't want to do. And I'm not a fast reader, and I have dyslexia, so... You're fucked. How do you I, yeah. watch those things? I don't. Do you have to rewind, go back, rewind? No, I just, I just skip reading. I just check out what's going on You like visually. Yeah, you got to have dubs. Yeah. Got to have it dubbed. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's my dilemma. I, I mean, it's not a huge dilemma. It's not like something that is going to ruin my life in any way. But from an entertainment and a research, you know, uh, factor, it, it kind of makes things a little more difficult for me. Because, I mean, throughout COVID, you know, we, we you and I are in an industry where we have continued to work. Yep. So we haven't had the opportunity to sit at home like many people and, and binge. And I'm not complaining. I, I'm very happy I've been able to continue to work because I know there are a lot of people that haven't been able to. But uh, we haven't had the luxury. Ooh, luxury seems like a really bad word. I We haven't had the opportunity to sit at home and just binge watch shit all day. Yeah, and I know. I it, That's such a touchy topic too because which would you rather have? Mm. I'd go about two weeks before I'd lose my mind. Oh, I working. No, I couldn't do it. No, I I couldn't do it. Um, And, you know, luckily both my wife and I are in fields that are essential. Mm -hmm. And, but even she ended up with a couple weeks where she wasn't working and being at, you know, obviously schools weren't going at the beginning. uh, And so she was stuck at home with the seven year old. Yeah. Day in and day out. I would have killed myself. Yeah, I, I would not have been able to sit and 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 sit through that. The weekends are hard enough at this point, uh, because the kid wants to go play and go do something. Yeah, and that's what I feel really bad about with my brother too. He wants to play all the time, but I work so much. I'm just completely exhausted. I'm like, I, Minecraft's the best I can do, man. Right. I'll throw you in the couch a couple times, but that's right. it. <laughs> and, and 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 that yeah, and and for me, I'll with... fold you in half. I mean, I <laughs> I can't do much more than that, man. I the bet the best that I can come up with most of the time that I have the strength for is let's go play a board game and okay it's time for bed yay yeah because that's become my favorite part of the day bedtime Bedtime. yes yes all right that's that's my bitching for the week what is your dilemma this week all right so I started school and my dilemma is figuring out how the hell I'm supposed to schedule my day because my classes are both synchronous and asynchronous, asyncratic. Synchronous? Synchronous, yes, and asynchronous. There we go. Synchronous and asynchronous. I have, I don't know. it's, It's really frustrating because each one of my classes I have to pay extra fees 
for services outside of ones that are established by the college. I don't know why I have to do this. It's a requirement for my classes. Like I just dropped a few hundred dollars on services and subscriptions for textbooks that I can't even keep. And for homework, separate homework, like assignment, I, I, how do I explain this? Okay, so for one of my classes, for example, I have to subscribe. If I may say, <clears throat> you're doing a lousy job describing it. So th I that's how you don't describe it. So that's go ahead, don't. please go. Please oh no, go. okay, I, I do have some notes here. So I have to purchase an ebook which I will not be able to keep once the term is over. I can only use it for however long my term is. Along with that ebook, I have to pay for a subscription <clears throat> to the service that allows me to upload and download files. These files are homework specific. My school already has software that allows you to do that for free. So I'm <clears throat> not only am I paying for that, it's not free, obviously, but not only am I paying for my school's homework uploading and downloading service, I have to pay for a separate one specifically for each of my classes. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm getting infuriated at the eight different passwords that I need to remember now <laughs> and all of these different subscription services that I need to keep track of where I could literally, and like, I don't have a hard textbook. I always buy the hard textbooks because that's how I, that's, that's how I learn best is I, I can, I can feel it. I can read it. I can, you know, move it back and forth. I can't, I can't move my monitor back and forth. Well, I guess I can now. I just got a, 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 a stand for it, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting very frustrated with all of this. It, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. So what's the approximate cost for all of these additional services? Not, not just the books themselves, the, the e-books that you get, but you said there's some other services that you have to do. So mm -hmm. what, what, how much does that cost you? Um, it's a few hundred. I'm not going to say the exact, I don't want to say the exact number. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's hundreds. It's not more than a Okay, less than five hundred. So, and then the average price for one of your eBooks, what are we talking about? Um, one twenty for a fucking eBook. Yeah, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Wow. Gee, I don't know why people don't go to fucking college anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's on top of on top of my um tuition. My tuition is thousands of dollars. Like what am I paying for? What am I paying for? I'm I'm getting so angry at at this. What what am I paying for for school right now? Well, in this in this <laughs> I'm literally doing everything myself. The teacher just up my teachers like the links to my classes that I have to take, the ones that are async async synchronous. I'm watching YouTube videos <laughs> that they didn't even make. That is my lecture. For that, like, like today, I had to watch an hour or it was like a 45-minute YouTube video regarding math that I'm taking of a popular YouTube channel that I used to reference when I was actually in class. That's my lecture. 
What am I paying for? Fuck, dude. I got in the wrong business. I need to I need to go be a teacher. I know. All right, class. We're going to watch some YouTube videos today. That'll be $500, you little fuckers. I know. I'm... Yeah. Why Why am I paying thousands of dollars just so I can go watch a YouTube video? That's... Uh, that's... Like, I know I'm being... I know I'm being shallow with that statement, but really... That's it, that's what's happening. That was that shallow. That's not shallow in the slightest. Well, because the teachers do do work, and they do have like these office. They're called like not office. They're called like Zoom hours, where you can go and talk to them about stuff. So like they do stuff, but for the most part, they it's just copy and paste for them. I don't know. Well, I'm not a teacher. I don't know what it's like for them. But as a student, I'm frustrated. And this is ridiculous. And understandably, so, yeah. so this is extortion. Yeah, you're you're wanting to get your education, and you have to jump through all of these hoops. It doesn't it doesn't help with with COVID doing what it's doing right no. now and the effect that it's had on education. But this has made it worse. Mm-hmm. And one would think that okay, I have to do an online course now, and I know that colleges were doing this even prior to to COVID, but you're having to pay. You would think that you would. Maybe we get a discounted rate. Nope. No discounts. And and especially when it comes to the books, that's about the average price of what I paid for my, you know, physical books when I was in college. But we're talking about an ebook, which is not going to suffer from any type of wear and tear of any kind. Updating this, you're, you, you, you know, different editions of these books come out. And of course, yeah. that's typically what drives cost a lot of the time and why you can't buy things back. But that's it's so easy to change an ebook in the sense that, you know, it's, it's all about scanning something and creating a PDF. You're not having to, to, to recreate, you know, to republish multiple volumes of these things. Yep. So why the fuck do you have to pay that much for fucking a, a, a book that isn't you can't put in my hand? That and I'm forced to buy the subscription. They have I can purchase on Amazon that textbook for like 50 bucks. But what I don't get is access to the homework subscription. That I need to buy the online ebook in order to get the code that allows me to upload my my fucking homework. Well, yeah, that's how they keep you out of the secondary market. There. I know. It, I am losing my mind. I, 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 I understand <laughs> it. And here, here's the thing, and this is a sad commentary on education in general. I'm not going to get political with this, but I will say this. It is now a fact of life that, yes, you graduate college with a degree, but you are going to graduate also with a an enormous amount of student debt. And that that is the norm now. That that is normal. That's my 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 oldest. She's she's going to be done with her master's degree this coming year. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a huge amount of debt. You know, we did what we could. She's very good with her money, but she had to take out loans in order to go to school. Yeah, she's going to graduate with. I, I can't give an approximation of how much debt, but she's going to be in significant debt at that point. And of course, you know, student loan companies they're happy to. Oh, you could pay twenty five bucks a month. It's fine. Here's the problem, though. Is you're you 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 turn fifty and you're still paying on your student loans? Yeah, yeah, and that's that is my main issue too. Like if I if I have to keep taking out student loans, which at this point I have to. Yeah. By the time I get my bachelor's, 
I'm going to be 40 grand in debt or more or a hundred grand in debt. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know because I'm, I'm looking at it. There, there are like at the university I'm going to go to, there are more administrators than there are professors. Why? Why does it take more administrators to, to oversee professors? Professors run their own curriculum. They run their own stuff. Most, mo- I'm assuming most of my money is going to professors. I'm sorry, to administrators who make more than the professors, mind you. Why is that? I don't, I don't know. I'm getting really mad, at, and I'm, 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 I'm wanting to drop out. I can't. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to pay for this certificate when um, I can go out and I can just work hard and make as much, if not more, money. But don't make you. You would be making the mistake that I made. What's that? I'm I'm seventy thousand dollars in debt with student loans. I don't have a degree to my name mm. because I thought, okay, I can make it without having to have a piece of paper. Piece of paper doesn't matter. You know, I I have the knowledge for what I need to do. Why why should I have to, to go to college, pay all this money, and do all this shit? Well, I need it. You got to have it. It's what opens the doors. Yeah, I'm gonna get my first undergrad after this term. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, but at the same time, was it worth it? I don't know. I what can I use it for? It's my first undergrad. Well, that that remains to be seen at this point. And it, the important part is, you, as long as you have some type of college degree, it's going to open doors for you that people that don't have a college degree can't get through. And okay. and here's yes, is because back in the day, experience used to matter for something that it trumped education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as much as it could, right? as much as it could. But the other part of it, of course, was nepotism. It was about who you knew. Mm-hmm. And if you had contacts in a particular field, you were able to get ahead with these things now. But that's not how it works anymore. I think that's still how it works to some degree. Right. Like if you have your degree and you know someone like for me, for example, I'm going for my engineering degree. If I have it and I know someone in an engineering firm. I'm probably going to get that job before someone applying online because I know that person, right? So there's there is that to some some level still I think. But that individual is has limitations on what they can do because most companies now require you to have some type of college degree oh, sure. in order yeah. to come in. And yeah. and yes, you may know this person, yes, they would hire you in a second. However, their company policies would not allow you to come to work for them unless you have a degree. That's sure. That's where it comes in. So I no, I am I'm a proponent. Go to school, get your get your secondary education. It's it's very important. But I, I can't seem to take my own <clears throat> advice for some reason. And I'm losing my voice right now. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. That was uh violent. Was that violent? Yeah. Oh, see you know, I cleared cleared it up. I, I can't even remember the point I was trying to make. Uh, the thing is, it's it, you, you have this is the game you have to play. You have to, and I have to do it for years. Yes, you and do. I'm mad about that. Yeah, you do. I'm mad about it. Well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It 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 could be so much simpler than it is. I don't know why it's so complicated. And I think actually, I have a theory or a hy- hypothesis. If I'm going to be specific, hypothesis. It's all of the administrators having their fingers in everything, trying to have a say in how things work. There should be minimum necessary administrators. 
There doesn't need to be an administrator of vending machines that gets paid $70,000 at a university. No way. No. They don't need a job. That doesn't need to exist. Well, if that job does exist, where do I apply? Uh, exactly. Uh, it's who you know, Jimbo. Now, do I need a college degree to no, be no, you don't. the administrator of no. the vending machines? No, you don't. You just need, <laughs> you just need like a, like four four weeks of experience using a vending is machine. That, <laughs> is that a vocational program? Yeah, yeah. So I think if there were less administrators and more professors, um, not only would college be cheaper, it would be more. Uh, um, um, fulfilling minimum necessary rules. There's too many rules and too many people with their fingers in the cake, I think. And that's what the problem is. I got a good idea. Okay. Trump's all this shit. What's that? Free education. Moving on. All right. Um, yeah, let's move on from that. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I am very confrontational. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About that. <laughs> Tell you what, instead of discussing uh, the perils of education and diving into the uh, the whole battle with that, uh, you want to uh, do a movie review? Absolutely, I do. Excellent, sir. Excellent. So this week we watched Dead Man, starring Johnny Depp. Uh, this movie was released in 1995. It is rated R with a two-hour runtime. Uh, the synopsis is, on the run after murdering a man, accountant William Blake encounters a strange Aboriginal American man named Nobody who prepares him for his journey into the spiritual world. Uh, this stars Johnny Depp as William Blake, Gary Farmer as Nobody, Crispin Glover as the trained fireman, Lance Henriksen as Cole Wilson, Michael Wincott as Conway Twill, John Hurt as John Schofield, the legendary Robert Mitchum as John Dickinson, Gabriel Byrne as Charlie Dickinson, Jared Harris as Ben Montench. Uh, this was written and directed by Jim Jarmish. Uh, he's done a couple of movies that I have seen, Coffee and Cigarettes being one, and then Broken Flowers is another. Uh, let's see, Rotten, Terma Rotten Tomatoes. The uh, critic score on this was 71%. Uh, the audience score was 88%. This movie grossed a whopping $1 million. Wow. That's not a lot. Well, in the, in the 90s, that must have been a lot, That's right? not. That's, that's in not the 90s, a million dollars was not a lot? It's nothing. No. What? No. Are you sure? Yes. What about in the 80s? A million dollars has got to be... Wow. No. All right. No. What What's a lot, then? So, in the... In the 90s. No, well, when did this movie come out? This was 1995. Yeah, okay. So in the 90s, a successful film. Oh, God, I'm going to get just fucking torched for this. I would say if you could break four to five hundred million at the box office. Okay, so half at a the, billion. At, oh, I'm at, sorry, at, not half a billion. Sorry. 500 million is half a billion. Are you sure? Positive. I thought a billion was a million millions. <clears throat> Anyways, 500 million, yes, 500 million is half a billion dollars. Cool. So if you could make that, you know, especially if it was domestically, yes, that would be very successful. In the 80s, I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention then. Uh, but just to, you know, as an example for, you know, the, the 2010s, you know, Avengers Endgame, highest grossing film ever at this point, $2.79 billion. That's 
you know, we're talking about 20 years ago, 20 Big plus years ago. Money. Big money. Damn, Big money. Boy. But this this was also <laughs> this was a limited run, you know, film. This was something that was not widely released. You know, these days a wide release is over 3,000 theaters in the U.S. alone. So I'm sure that this is something that is uh, that was meant for a very specific audience. Uh, it did not get a gigantic release. You know, there there probably wasn't a huge budget behind it. Uh, Jim Jarmusch is not somebody who makes big films that have huge budgets to them. So, and that is the problem with this film. And I will get to my rating right now. All right, yeah. What'd you I, rate this? I rated this film. One out of five stars. I will scalp I you right here, right now. fucking hated this movie. Why did you hate this, this movie? This pretentious piece of shit film. It was like watching a fucking art student's film. Why? Why some, do you say some that? Some graduate from... Okay. No. Okay. Fine. I'll dive into it. Fair enough. Here we go. All right. Number one. It was too long. You could have cut 45 minutes out of that movie and it would have been better how long was this movie two hours it didn't okay. need to be two hours okay there was so many scenes that were unnecessary just things that lingered out and it wasn't even scenes with dialogue in it it just lingered like what lingered. like can you give me an example uh, okay i'll give you an example so johnny depp goes he first meets uh dickinson the you know the dickinson senior and he's he goes mm -hmm. into the office of the of the plant and you know gets run out of there. Mm -hmm. They spent two minutes on him just leaving the plant, trying to find his way out. There's no dialogue in this. It's just him being lost, walking around the plant. Why? It served no purpose. The other part of it too, uh, the beginning of the film, he's riding on a train. Mm -hmm. He that opening scene was uh, what was it? I think I timed it about seven minutes of him sitting there on the train. And doing the same thing over and over and over again. Oh, he fell asleep. Fade to black. Fade up from black. Oh, okay, he's still on the train. What? You could have done that twice, and we would have understood that time had elapsed the way that it did. Okay. <clears throat> what time was this movie set in? The, the uh, what, 1800s, I'd yeah, say? Late yeah, late to mid, mid to late 1800s? Sure. I think what it was trying to do in that scene was set you up for what it would be like on that train. No, I understand what they're trying to do. I okay. get that. Okay. I, I get that that's what they were after. They were wanting to establish that, holy fuck, this is a long train ride and it took forever to get to places. I get that. As I'm watching the movie. I don't need that spoon fed to me. I get it. It was a traveling during those times was very difficult. But that just that opening seven minutes gave a lot of different things that I fucking didn't like about this movie. Number one, okay. every cut in this film, transitioning from scene to scene, was a fade to black and fade back in. What the fuck, man? Every cut? I every single every single transition from one scene to the next was a fade to black and a fade back in. Oh, oh, from each scene. Yes, from each scene, okay. not from every edit cut that was done in it. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Might be true. I didn't notice that. Uh, that's just, I, I fucking hated that. Okay, those types of those fade out transitions stop being used in the '80s, and when they are used now, they're used very sparingly. 
Um, I, I think the Star Wars movies are about the only ones that still use it at this point, with a couple of exceptions. So p- please, people, don't lynch me for saying that. It was incredibly distracting. The other part that took me out of the movie on a regular basis was that fucking Neil Young soundtrack was awful. The Neil Young Neil soundtrack. Young was the one that did the guitar for did all of the score for this, which was basically consisted of him strumming on a fucking guitar the entire time. And it was god awful. That was the whole movie, right? It took yeah. me out of the film every time. Just that same riff over and over and over again was awful. I, I just I it drove me crazy throughout the entire movie. It took me out of the film so many times. All right. So that's the technical I'm diving on. Let's get into the actual film itself. Was this a comedy? No. Really? No. So then it was just shitty acting and a bad script then. <clears throat> shitty shitty acting? What do you shitty, mean shitty uh, acting? Who, who was shitty at acting? Jeez, uh, let's see. Uh, who overdid it this entire film? Um, everybody except for the guy that played Nobody. And Depp was okay. He didn't say a lot, and he was kind of out of it. Everybody else was overacting in this entire film. I did not it get that It came off as a complete... Uh, because I, I was thinking, okay, if it's a comedy, it's not funny. And if it's a drama, it still doesn't work. It just This, this movie, to me, just was in between worlds. Well, can I ask, what was your expectation before watching this no, movie? No, you may not ask. Why not? <laughs> because I, I think hate, that's important. I hate it when people preface that question. I think with, it's very important. No, no, no. And, I, and what and, were you doing before you watched this I, movie? And I'm happy to, to answer it. Um, I had just finished my work day. So I was sober. Okay. I was cl- I was perfectly cl- clear and sober with this. Okay. Um, my expectation was for this film was a kind of a gritty, low-budget Western. Okay. And it did not provide that. It was so... Uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. It was so quirky that it, it threw me off. Okay. And, and again, I, I didn't like the performances in it. I didn't like the dialogue. I, I really didn't like the dialogue at all. Uh, as far as use of Johnny Depp, I think he's better mm-hmm. than that. I mean, I, 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 I like some of the pirates of the Caribbean movies, but you know, we're not talking that over the top, but I know he has range and I don't think that they used him properly. Oh, enough. he's great in those movies. The old, Pirates of the Caribbean. I, oh, I do man. like them. Yes. I do like them. I like them a lot. But I, but I don't judge him on those films. There are other things he has done that he, he has shown that he is a good actor and not a one note guy. Mm-hmm. The only person that I enjoyed watching on screen was nobody. nobody I, I liked yeah. him. I, he was a fascinating character. He was very entertaining. And here's the, here's the thing. This movie, much like Into the Woods that we reviewed last episode, with this kind of cast, this film should have been fucking amazing. It had, and I know you probably don't know half of the actors that were in it, but there were some damn good actors in this movie that have done amazing work doing other things. Mm-hmm. It fails. Just off of that. Well, that's just so bizarre to me because I thought everyone did fantastic. I I thought they overdid the actors, it. The actors were great. I thought they were great. Okay. Well, I'm. I, and I thought every scene worked. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. 
I, I mean, it had a very gritty, low-budget feel. I, I, I liked the, the black and white. I thought that that was, yeah. uh, you know, a, a, an attribute of it. I, I, I thought that was a good thing. But I'm sorry, man. I really didn't like this movie. I, I didn't. It, it was a slog trying to get through this. What was the worst scene for you? Oh, God, don't put me on the spot like that. Like just first thing that comes in your I head. I think the epitome of how bad the the one scene that kind of f- shows how bad this movie was, uh, it was when they when Johnny Depp walks into that camp that has the three guys in it. Mm-hmm. You got Iggy Pop there. You got Billy Bob Thornton, who's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. and you got Jared Harris, who's another amazing actor. Yeah, they're just all weird, and the dialogue wasn't you know, particularly interesting. And it, it just, it, it came off. It was, it was like the sixties cornball shit. Really? That was, that was, I, I think that scene kind of summed up the entire That's film. That's what you got from that. That's what I got. That from was this. one of my favorite scenes. Okay. The, and <clears throat> wow. Again, you are entitled to your own opinion, no matter how wrong it may be. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. But yeah, but no, like I said, I had a lot of problems with this movie. I just, I could not get into it. Um, there were so many things that distracted me throughout this film that were caused by the film, not from any, you know, ex- exterior stimuli, mm-hmm. but just, you know, again, the, the, the Neil the guitar, Young soundtrack, yeah. the, the, the fade in, the fade outs, just, yeah. Sorry, okay. man. One out of five. Okay. What do you got? Um, I rated it five out of five. I love this movie. What? This is a perfect film for me. All right. Yes. Um, you know, uh, just with dialogue wise, they used minimum necessary dialogue throughout this entire movie, and they never spelled anything out for you. They always made you question why why did why why did you say that? And that's fantastic to me. That's wonderful. Um, in every scene, they like the beginning, for example. Yes, it was long, but it it establishes who these characters are without telling you who these characters are. It's, it's showing you how they behave, right? The only weird part in that first scene for me was the, the, the guy that shovels coal into the, yeah, that's, that's the fireman. So that's Crispin Glover. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you, I know who he is, you know who he is. Yes. Okay. And he's in American gods as well, which I, yes, great show. Great show. Great show. Yes. He is great. Fantastic actor. Yes. I don't. I don't know why exactly he came up and started talking to Johnny Depp. I, I don't know what function that served towards the story, but what it did, what it actually, sorry, what the function did, was show who Johnny Depp was. Really, I think that's that's what his function was in that in that scene, um, and also what the function was was to show him that he's going into another world. This is a spiritual journey for Johnny Depp's character. What's his what's the character's name? Uh, William Blake. Well, this is a spiritual journey for William Blake. He got on that train. He's on his way to the spirit world. He's no longer in reality. He left reality a while ago. And that's why things are becoming bizarre to him. The, the at, at what point ever would the conductor come out and pick a random citizen who he has no idea who and starts talking to him like he knows him? Right? This is the start of his spiritual journey. That wouldn't happen, right? And also people, at the end of the scene, they start shooting buffalo out of the train. They wouldn't do that. 
Because then they would have to stop the train and go get those pelts and go figure out how to get... The pelts were the most important part of the buffalo. They didn't care about the meat. They didn't care about the bones. They didn't care about anything else. It was the pelts. They're not just going to shoot a buffalo and and just, haha, that's sport. No, that is a lot of profit right there. Anyway, other than that, that's why this movie was, I think, so bizarre. Because that's that's the message that I got from it. Okay, that, that actually adds a, an interesting perspective for me. Because putting it in that context that he's transitioning and, and as you're transitioning through the spirit world, yes, things would become weird. Mm-hmm. Things would become off center, uh, peculiar. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. because yes, as he's transitioning to that, t- what was the town's name? Machine machine. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the town of machine. But yeah, no, that, that actually does add a little bit of context for me. For the movie. I mean, it doesn't really move the needle on my review of it, but that that does make sense to me. Right. And and also what kind of gives it what what mostly gives it away is the fact that he spoiler warning was shot in the chest. He was shot in the heart. Wait, he was. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Right. I was asleep during that part. Yeah. Now. Now. Um, after that, that's when the movie kind of gets really weird because in the beginning, I mean, that's conceivable. I don't know if the train conductor's mentally ill or something, inhaling too much coal. I don't know. Um, anyway, after that point where he's shot, you notice when he's first saved by nobody. He's he's like, oh, he literally has a knife in his chest trying to dig the bullet out, <laughs> which was kind uh, of bizarre. Uh, Notice how he's like, he wakes up. He doesn't seem to be feeling anything at all. There's a, there's a level of discomfort there. Well, let me tell you what I think is going on. Oh, please tell me. I think that Johnny Depp's dead, 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 perfectly dead, and Nobody, I think nobody is a medicine man who can see and experience parts of, let's call, the spirit world. And he's interacting with Johnny Depp's spirit, not his body. Because you notice throughout the rest of the movie, Johnny Depp, William Blake, is very monochrome about stuff. He doesn't seem to feel pain. He doesn't seem to feel fear. He doesn't seem to have any sensations of life. And we never see him eat. We never see him drink. I mean, I think he goes for beans at one point. How long was he out in the wilderness like that? How long can he survive without food and water? It's true. Right? That's the interpretation that I was getting. And let's say he does survive. Let's say that the bullet actually gets lodged in between one of his ribs. Um, and he s- survives and he's just experiencing that, that pain. Regardless, that spiritual journey is you know, fairly accurate. If you happen to be saved by an Indian whose name was he who talks loud but says nothing, that's exactly how that would go (laughs) (laughs) for you. That's exactly how that would go for you. Interesting. 
but you say that in theory that he was in the spirit world from the point that he got shot mm-hmm. to, but he was still interacting with the corporeal, though. Okay, sure, okay. sure. I, you know, and yeah, actually, he's probably alive the entire movie until the end. But when one thing to note is that he, nobody specifically talks to him about vision quest. And he says, going without food and without water shows the spirits that you're, you know, you're, you're trying, right? And that shows some dedication and admiration. And that's the way to get what you're looking for. Now, Johnny Depp isn't looking for anything. This, all this stuff happens to him. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. That's but, okay. How are what, you, how are you feeling right now? Good. You're, you're, you've gone about through about a, what, a glass and a half there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm not quite drunk. I'm buzzed. For okay. Sure. Good. I'm feeling that's, really warm. That's all we want. That's yeah. all we want. I, I, I think part of the issue that I had is yes, as much as I like nobody, that's, I didn't enjoy spending time with those characters. I was more interested in the bounty hunters. That seemed to be of more interest to me. Ah, 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 okay. Oh, ah. ah. So I think why this was so weird is because these spirits um, work in interesting ways. And they, they kind of, I guess what they're showing is that things always, no matter what, happen to work out for Johnny Depp right up until the end. He was shot in the chest and survived. He went, I don't know how many days without food and water. The bounty hunters just ended up killing themselves before finding them, right? The, his, the, what I'm getting from that is the, the spirits that nobody was talking about wanted Johnny Depp to come home. And they weren't going to let anybody get in the way of that. There's because there's a specific way to do that. And a, and the most respectful way to do that. Right? Getting a bullet to the heart isn't going to take you home. You need to do it a certain way. You need to do it the right way. Um and nobody was there to help him get back to the spirit world. Yeah, but he, he comes get, from. But he gets shot at the end. Well, well, Johnny Depp got shot at the beginning. Right. And he and he kills the person that shot him. Right. So at the end, now it's time for nobody to, to go on his journey. Take his journey. And the, yeah. and that I I thought that sucked. And and again, like, I'm a very meat and potatoes guy when it comes to my movies. Oh, sure. So that to me the the showdown with uh Lance Henriksen's, you know, bounty hunter I just I felt shorted a little bit on that, that it was just the two of them. It, it was at one point where I'm in, in, you know, Depp is going out to see there, and I'm thinking, are we not going to see Hendrickson at this point? Is there not going to be a, a, a resolution to this bounty hunter thing? Because mm-hmm. what the fuck? And yeah. then of course he pops up and they exchange fire, and I yes I I was like oh god no don't don't kill him off, but we didn't we never know right? Yeah, well I guess. I do have a bit of a bias with this movie because... It's fine. You have a bias. Because 
I've gone on Vision Quest before. I went out in the woods for a long time by myself without food and water. Okay. And I could sympathize because that's exactly like being like Johnny Depp is exactly how it feels to go on Vision Quest. You don't know what is going on and you're just kind of look, things are just happening around you. And especially the more and more, the longer and longer you go without food and water, things just kind of blur time. You have no perspective on time. Um, your interpretations of things go away. You, you start, you literally start hallucinating and you're just kind of like this. You lose, you lose any fear of death. I would say at a certain point, um, if you, if you have the will, again, you know, like not everyone is allowed to go on vision quest because it's, it's, it's very dangerous. <laughs> Um, and people do die doing it, but so uh, on these vision quests, how many days would you be gone? Um, it really depends. Okay. It depends on what type of vision quest you're doing. Um, I was gone for four days. Okay, and so w- were you you able to take food and water with you, or nope. you had to find all this shit for yourself? No food or water for four days. You're not allowed to have it. Nope. How are you not dead? That's a great question. Wow. Willpower, I would say. Oh. And, you know, tech, you, you know, you've always heard, like when I grew up, you always heard, oh, you can't go three days. Without, that's not true. There's cases of people going up to 10 days without water. It's possible, right? Uh, it just it just depends on how much you exhaust yourself, right? So if, you're, if I'm out there running uh, every day and doing a bunch of push-ups and working, I'm going to die after two days, <laughs> right? Or if I'm fighting bears and stuff constantly. Yeah, I'm not going to survive. I'm avoiding all that stuff. And there, dude, there's animals out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I got so... Anyway, um, it, my... How... I, that's That's why I'm relating to this movie a lot. Is because nobody... The way he talks... Like, I understood what he was saying. But uh, Johnny Depp didn't. He was going, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you talking? Your name? What's your name? Uh, no, and, all right. And, and there's you know? the thing. I, I understand. Un- understand. I understood what he, the message he was trying to get across. I, I, I totally was tracking on that. And yes, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp was l- completely, what? Didn't get any of it. But no, yeah. I understood. I understood the context of what he was trying to say and, and the intention behind it. Well, wait, are you sure? I don't know. With what? For example, are you wanting me to pull out specifics here? Well, no, because I don't. Just, in, just an example. He was trying to lead him along on this path because he understood where Depp was going. Depp did not understand yes. where he was going or what yes. was happening. Yes, he was doing his best to guide him along without completely blowing his mind with, "Hey, guess what? You're going to end up at a boat here soon, and you're going to be floating off into the spirit world." Because if he'd have told him that, he'd have fucking lost his shit. Yeah. He had to get yeah. Deb to the point where he could accept what was going to happen to him. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. For my interpretation, yes. Mostly yes. He knew it was... Well, nobody already knew William Blake's name, right? Because he was like, what's your name? He's like, William Blake. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. He's like, 
are you really sure? He's like, no way, this isn't happening. He knew this was going to happen. If I may, so William Blake is actually a famous poet in real life. Mm-hmm. And he was quoting many of William Blake's, uh, nobody liked to quote, the quoted many William Blake uh, works throughout this film. Mm-hmm. So he was confusing him for the poet William Blake when in actuality Depp's character was not the poet William Blake. I don't know if that was the ultimate message. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he what? he actually thought I I mean I know what you're saying. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're the famous, you know, your poetry William and and William Blake's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not I, who's I'm the only William Blake I know. Who's this poet, right? I see what you're saying, but that's not. I don't but, think. But that's maybe what I got from maybe it. he was because he it, nobody enjoyed throwing him off kilter, and maybe he did that. It was like the same thing with the the tobacco running gag throughout mm-hmm. the entire film. You know, oh, do you have tobacco? No, I don't smoke. And how many times did that get run over? You know, throughout the course of the film. Yeah. But but my point being is is it, 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 it I understand there was significance to that, but he was he seemed to be trying to trip him up a lot and to just kind of not not so much fuck with his head, but it seemed like there was some conditioning happening there to yeah. where yeah. changes change his mindset because he's coming from Cle- a mindset of. Uh, whatever society he was in cleveland he's coming from the mindset of cleveland i need a job i need to work and i need to wear a suit whereas when he gets with nobody he's on indian time he's no longer on this schedule and he's he's going on this journey that is going to be his last one or his first one depending on how you want to look at it and nobody is just because nobody understands his mindset. So he's looking and he's just poking at him. He's trying to break down these walls so that he can be the most self that William Blake is when he finishes his journey. Right. Because he, you know, you're different use when you are you're a different you when you're at work you're a different you when you're at home you're a different you when you're in mcdonald's he's trying to get the most william blake there is the the, the one that he is the the you that you are when you're by yourself the the, the closest to the real yeah. person that there is yes. so he's poking at him he's prodding him he's making him think why are you doing this why is this happening to you what are you doing here? Why, you know, that's a stupid question. You shouldn't be asking me that. So I'm going to answer with a different question to make you think about what is actually important in life. You just described every therapy session I've ever had. You know <laughs> that, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, like, my favorite part is when is when nobody's standing above him, talking down to him, and he's like, do you still have my glasses? He goes, nope, I traded him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's exactly how that would go. <laughs> so how much time do you think elapsed from the point where he, he shot Dickinson's son to the point where he died? 
Well, we don't know if he's dead yet. Sorry, to the point where he crossed over to the spirit world. Well, we I don't know. If, if, to the point where he got stuck in the fucking boat, boat and got and sent, sent out, out to sea yeah. to die a horrible death. Anyways, so how long, how much time do you think? From the train to that point? Yeah. I'm saying at least a week. It's really hard to tell. See, and that was part of the problem with the movie. Yeah. You spend all this time establishing how long a train ride is and blah, 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 blah. But you didn't do a good job of figuring out how much time had was actually elapsing as things were going on. Because what I saw was Johnny Depp go from a really bad shot to all of a sudden he's a crack shooter. And well, notice, notice, <clears throat> noticing that's when he's on. That's after he died. He could be because the, the main thing about vision quest is going through a death. That's the whole process of Vision Quest. You're going there to die. That's what that's what you're going there for. And Johnny Depp de- he he died already. So now he's in this space where he's not really thinking. He is using um I guess man, what how do you explain that? He's in the spirit world, right? He he sees things in a different perspective, right? Because initially he shot how many times before he finally killed the dude? Shit, I think he unloaded the gun. Yeah, like three he... or four times yeah. in, initially yeah. after he was already shot in the chest. Yes. And then every time after that, and he shoots out, he gets in, boom, one shot done or two, one or two, maybe. He gets out of his head. He's just experiencing how the world goes. As you notice, nobody does the same thing when he's in a shootout. He's just looking around. He's like, oh, this is a cool gun. Oh, how does this work? Boom. Oh, all right. The spirits are guiding him. Okay. So it it becomes instinctual at that point. They're getting in touch with... He has no fear of death anymore. He's already dead. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about the fake hand? What fake hand? The fake arm and hand. Which one? That the bounty hunter was eating. Oh, yeah. What about it? That was one of the worst props I've ever seen. Yeah. Did it have chicken feathers? It looked like <laughs> it had chicken feathers on it. I didn't see any chicken feathers. I thought it was all right. I thought it was enough to be like, yeah, um, he's eating somebody. Um, But I've never seen a human hen like that, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm engrossed in the story at that point. I'm like, all right. I'll let that slide. These are the psychopathic little things that I pick up on yeah. throughout the film. It was I'm a like, weird looking hand. That was a weird looking hand. And the functionality, I mean, it just looked like there was a screw in there and it swiveled. It didn't right? look like it had I don't any, think that's how a hand would actually move. It didn't look like it had any bones in it for that matter. Yeah. Well, it was all bones and some like meat things pressed up on it. I mean, did he also, was he only eating the hand or did he eat the entire body first and he's just finishing off the hand? We'll never know. Yeah, that was. That'd be a lot. Odd. To That'd be a lot. Yeah, to and eat, why didn't he eat the first dude that he killed? The like the fourteen year old who looked like he was thirty. <laughs> right. Well, they did call him kid. I right? know they did call him kid. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't have an answer to that. Did he go back for him, and that's the hand that he was eating? I, it's never made clear. I don't believe so. I think yeah. it was the guy that was that he was with. But great you, actor, by the way. Which one? The one that was getting eaten. 
Oh, that's oh the one that was that's Michael Wincott. Yeah, and I, and I don't. Did you ever see the Crow? The, yeah, the original Crow. He's the bad guy in that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but he's been in a ton of movies. Uh, uh, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie. He was the uh, the the sheriff of Nottingham, or sorry, the sheriff's brother, the guy of Gisborne. Um, but yeah, he's he's a he's a great actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. Like I said, there were a lot of really good actors in that movie. There were a ton. Oh yeah, Billy Bob Thornton was in that, and you wouldn't even recognize him. Yeah, he was in and out of it so fast. Yeah, and of course Iggy Pop had to show up, which is never fun. There's a lot of Crow cast members in that movie. Now that I think about it, because Iggy Pop was in the second Crow film. You had Michael Wincott from the first one. <laughs> weird oh also i wanted to point out <laughs> the, the dude that loved the lady that made the flowers yes was he like the first simp ever in the united states <laughs> i don't because, know well <laughs> because he because she was it was made clear that she used to be a prostitute right yeah so he <laughs> I don't know. I just had that question. That's what. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> I think that whole scenario was just kind of fucking was, was just fucking weird for me. Yeah, no, it was weird. Yeah, it was, it was a little bizarre. It was weird. Yeah. Hi, I just met you. You helped me pick me up out of the dirt. Why don't you come to my house? Huh? So they fucked, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like they fucked. They had to have, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah, he was in his like underwear. Yeah, the, by the next scene in his long johns. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. At least he got laid before he got shot in the chest. Oh yeah. And she was cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. The guy that played the the uh, Dickinson Dickinson Junior there, the jealous lover, or whatever. That's Gabriel Byrne, man. I, t- Miller's Crossing, uh, Usual Suspects. Really? I don't know. Nope, Fuck. Yeah, he's been in some great movies, and he was in it, what, for a total of four and a half minutes? Give or take? Yeah, that was that was rough. But okay. All right. All right. You... Well, we are going to agree to disagree on uh, Dead Man. Um, I love that. I'm going to watch that again that's tonight. That's great. Hey, bud, I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, like I said, it was just not for me. Um, you and I on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just did not get as much out of it as, as you did. There were too many, there were too many things wrong with the film technically that took me out of the movie too much. Now, given what you have told me and kind of the perspective that you've shared, I might return to it just to kind of see some of the things that you're talking about. I'm going to have to turn the soundtrack, turn the volume off and just put the subtitles up so I can not be distracted by that horrible fucking score. Or I could give you a knife and say, hey, uh, come back with a pelt or stay outside and die for you have a week before I look for you. And then you'll have a new perspective on that movie, I think. I'm going to pass on that, <laughs> but uh, thank you. That felt like a threat. Was that a th- Yeah. Are you, are you threatening me? Yeah, because you rated that obscenely I, I'm low. Gonna, I will throw your bullet glass on the ground. <laughs> all right. I'll break this bitch and I'll throw the bullet at you. That's, that's the mistake glass anyway. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you don't touch mine. <laughs> right. Right. <'Cause> I, <laughs> someone's going to get scalped at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of tobacco, you got any tobacco? No, but you do. I do. Why don't we take a break? 
All right. Sounds we'll good. Take a break. I, yep. I'm out of ice and I need tobacco. So let's take a break. We'll see you on the other end. back from break i uh went ahead and used my uh testacuzzi while we were on break uh very bracing that's, that's all i have to say about it. it was very bracing um do you want to feel my nuts though they're very smooth and well soaked <laughs> at this point clean shaved uh not this week no 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 not so when i when, when i have perfectly shaved balls you're you're happy to fondle them yes Okay, but yeah. only after they've been in the, the testacuzzi. Well, that softens them up. It does. Or you could use that to soften them up to then shave. Oh. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I know it's very scary when shaving the um, balls. It is. But if you get some nice hot wa- steaming water boiling, right? <laughs> you want to lose a few sperm counts here. When doing this, right. get it nice and buttery smooth. Oh, it's going to be the cleanest shave of your life. You could use a straight razor for sure. Uh, <laughs> fuck that all the way. Oh. oh, I do. Use a straight razor on your nuts. Yeah, but you got to prep. Uh, yeah. It can't be cold. It needs to be Look, hot the, and steamy. The only time I've taken a razor to my balls is when I was going to go have my vasectomy. That's the only time I've taken a straight razor. Now, don't get me wrong. I still trim the grass, but I don't ever use a, a, a razor on it. Well, I don't get a ridiculous amount of hair anywhere, actually. Well, lucky you. I know. It's my Indian genes. At this point, my uh, since I haven't groomed a lot lately, uh, my entire private area looks like an Orthodox Jew. <laughs> That, that made air come out of my nose. It's that was a, a good it, joke. It's that bad. It's that, it's not, I wish it was a joke. <laughs> this is the guy, you, Are you talking about literally? No, you could braid my shit right oh, now. Fuck. You know, I was going to do a whole segment in Domestic Bliss, you know, down the road where I was going to, you know, talk about uh, manscaping, but you fucked that up now. Well, well, we'll dive into that at some other point. But uh, speaking of, guess what it's time for? Tales of Domestic Bliss. That is correct. So this week in Tales of Domestic Bliss, I'm going to talk about sleeping arrangements. Now, I'm assuming in your particular uh, case, you live at home with your mom, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you have a bedroom to sleep in? Yes. All right. Fair enough. So you won't be able to relate to this in any way, shape, or form. Are you sure? Well, maybe. Well, listen up. I know you've slept on couches before and floors. So here's this. Here's. <laughs> yes, I'm shooting at your childhood. I'm just firing shots right at Making it. Making me feel insecure Are more you? than I already am. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You could go back to the floor at any time. Oh, I can. It's going to happen. <laughs> and let me explain how that could happen again. The okay. couch, not the floor. So. My wife and I have had a problem with our youngest sleeping in her own bed. And we have 
just recently within the past couple months transitioned her into her own bedroom at, at the age of seven. Yes, I don't want any fucking emails from you armchair child psychiatrists, okay? Yo. You don't know my fucking life, okay? That is crazy, so though. So kiss the, kiss the dick. Whoa, any, any, seven. Seven. So, Whoa. Yeah. So anyways. Wow. Okay. We, we got her. So during that time, I have basically moved to the couch. I have slept on my couch for years. It's been several years because I would sleep in my attempts to sleep with all of us in bed. Um, we have a queen. It's not mm-hmm. big enough. You needed California king. I need a king. I, I got to have a king. No, no, no. California king. That's just longer. Yes. And then the foot than it is in the, the width. What? L- look width it up. is the same. I have... The I, Am I cheated right now? The width is the same. It has, <sighs> to, it has to do with the length from top to bottom. Wow. That's lame. Yeah. Kind of. So I, at some point, just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go sleep on the couch. And I've done that ever since. I love my couch. My couch is, is my home. It's my happy place. Um, I have a very comfortable cl- couch to sleep on. Lucky but, you. But it also affords me many opportunities to do my thing, whatever I choose to do, you know, at night because they would go to bed and it would be my wife and my daughter and they'd be sleeping in the bedroom and I would be down on the couch. I could watch TV. I could snack all night. I could masturbate to my heart's content. I I could basically do whatever I want because I am on the couch downstairs. Now, the dynamic has changed a bit. We have my daughter is in her bedroom now. She has one of those loft beds. It's like a bunk bed, except there's no bed underneath it. That's what I have. Okay. I'm not joking. That's, I have that. <laughs> You're shitting me. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same bed that I had uh, um, when I lived with my mom before. Um, my I have this whole set like my desk is under there i have a, this large <laughs> l desk oh, oh i did oh, the oh, math I, I made some measurements i bought i did precise measurements my desk fits exactly under the in the whole l fashion fits exactly underneath my loft bed i have two monitors and a tv playstation uh, xbox a full pc like i was set up but it really sucks now as an adult <laughs> <laughs> it was great when I was a teenager. Well, you're too tall for that shit now. Yeah. Well, even as a teenager, I, I didn't I didn't grow that much taller than when I was 16. But yeah, no. It j- well, just it sucks just having girls over. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, we- like like with my current <laughs> comment, this is my room. This is my <laughs> this is my monitor, and my I play PC games. That's not. <laughs> Sexually appealing at all. Well, I'm assuming it's like a twin mattress. Yes. Yeah, that's why they don't like it. If it was like a queen size on a loft. My room is super small. It only fits a twin. Hey, I I don't argue the utility of the loft bed. It's great. It opens up a lot of space in the room. We we love having it. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's the scenario right now. She still can't sleep in there without one of us being in there. So what that translates to is... Oh. A futon mattress shoved under 
The loft bed? Under the loft bed. Where a whole de- L desk could go? Could go. Wow. Okay. And one of us has to sleep under there. Yeah, that's frustrating. My wife and I alternate nights, and it is the most uncomfortable sleep you could imagine. So basically, when it's my night, I have to go to bed when it's her bedtime, which is like 7.30 at night. I ain't ready to go to bed at that point. Why is it 7.30? The reasons. That's when the process starts. It's probably 8.39 before she actually falls asleep. I used to go to bed at 7.30. That's when I was waking up at 3 in the morning to go to work. As an adult, I would love to, you know, actually go to bed at 7.30. I'm kidding. Um, So your entire night gets fucked. And basically, uh, you have to to lay under there on, again, a totally uncomfortable futon mattress that has no frame under it. Above you, you've got the seven-year-old and the lab sleeping up there. And, of course, the lab breathes loudly and and moves around a lot while they're up there because... The lab really doesn't want to be up there, but he does it anyways. So trying to sleep is incredibly difficult. And on those nights, when my alarm goes off, I'm up and ready to get the fuck out of there. I am done. Because chances are I've slept like shit that night as it is. My, you know, my shoulder and my neck are all fucked up and whatever else. <laughs> but that's, but, but that's, that's, that's not the dilemma at this point. The problem is there will come a point where the child is actually sleeping in her room by herself and I have to return to the bedroom. If it hasn't been if it hasn't been that way for 7 years, it's never going to be that way. It, well, she hasn't been in our bedroom the entire 7 years, but we're we're going on I think 2 months now of her sleeping in her own bed. So this it's progress. Again, you still have an adult sleeping beneath her. But, okay, so here comes the dilemma now. Here comes the problem. There will come a point where both my wife and I will be have the ability to sleep in the same bed in our bedroom together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready to give that up yet. Why? Why not? Because I like the freedom of being on the couch. I love my couch. Uh, I am so used to the couch now. If I sleep in a bed that does not have like the backstop there, I get weirded out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, and that's what's, um, I have that too. I really like sleeping in the same bed as my girlfriend, but I lose some freedoms uh, because she is responsible. I am not. I'm up on my phone all night. Although I do have insomnia, it is a clinical condition. It's not just because I, I there's something going on in my brain, chemical-wise, where I can't sleep, right? You, you don't need to explain. You're okay. Pre- you're preaching to the choir. All right. Yeah. But it, it's not just like, oh, <laughs> I'm a teenager. I've, no, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I have a clinical insomniac condition diagnosed, all right? <laughs> I can't sleep. I'm normally up, and I'll, I'll read a book. I'll, I'll go. I'll play on my phone. Um, I've tried everything. The only thing that works are actual drugs, like prescribed drugs that make me pass out. Those you, are the only things that will get me to pass out. You holding? What do you got on you? Uh, um, what do you got? What is it called? Like clorazepine? I, I don't know. I don't know I what it's the name of it. Really good stuff. Yeah. How much? Uh, are you, what do you are, want are, for, what do you want for a pill? 20 bucks pop. 20 a pop. Yeah. I need Damn. to make a profit here. Damn. I gotta afford my medical insurance. Your shit is <laughs> so steep. I can still get some. 
<laughs> Otherwise, I'm paying a hundred dollars. That makes sense. That makes sense. You, 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 you got to get your investment back. All right, please continue. Um. Anyway, when so when when whenever uh, I'm sleeping with her, um, I got to put my phone away. I got to put any electronics because she, like, she won't be able to sleep if I'm up playing on my phone, right? Which is unfair to her because she sleeps. I guess a lot better than I do. I wouldn't say like she sleeps perfectly. I don't know who does. That's, I mean, if you are, you're probably a sociopath or a psychopath. <laughs> Sleep like a baby. Or you're drugged up real. <laughs> or you're drugged hard. up real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really, it's really not a big deal for me because I actually, honestly, sleep better with her than I do by myself. Yes, and the, and that and that is the issue because there were there were problems before the little one really started sleeping full time in our bedroom. Mm. And I'm a snorer; I snore. Mm. My wife is not, mm. so I would get poked in the side constantly. Yeah, yeah, you're snoring. You're snoring. Yeah, bitch. I know. Fucking leave me alone. I'm sleeping and happy. Go downstairs. Mm-hmm. But there would be that. There would be, yes, the the rule of, you know, when she shut her phone off, it was time for me to go to bed. And I'm like, uh, look, dude, I'm not done looking at my stuff. Right. Uh, she's one of those people that doesn't want to be touched while she's sleeping. You, you, you have that moment when it's time to go to bed where you, you do your snuggle thing. But there does come a point in the evening where you separate and everybody goes to their neutral corner and it's time to go to sleep. Yeah. You don't. Although I am. I've never been in a relationship that long yet to where I'm like, okay with not having some sort of touching going on when I'm passed out. Right. I need to have some sort of, you know, cuddling going on. But I've never been in a relationship that long. So I don't know. But I get like that. I'm like, "Ah, this is I don't like the pretzel legs. Like, I feel like I'm doing an S. I have scoliosis in my knee right now. I need to turn over, right? <laughs> I understand. I understand. Well, that's it's just the way it is. And and again, with the queen, there's only so much space to go run to. I mean, yeah. you can only go so far. And what yeah. ends up happening in 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 my house when we have, you know, slept in the same bed together is that in order to curb the snoring, I have to sleep on my side. And apparently, I there's only I have to sleep on one particular side, otherwise I snore. I have to sleep on my right side. Hmm. If I sleep on my left, I'll still snore, according to her. Okay. So you can imagine what that does to the neck and the shoulders as time goes on when you're sleeping on just the same side all the time. So again, these are all the the, the, the issues that I'm running into with that. And I feel like when the time comes and... I do have the opportunity to go back into the bedroom. I probably won't. Okay. I love my couch. I love being able to sit there. This is when I have time to watch things. Is when they go to bed, I'm I'm downstairs on the couch. And even and even before my daughter transitioned into, you know, her room, I had time to sit there and watch, you know, the the things I wanted to watch. I again, I could make popcorn and fucking sit there and eat and make crumbs everywhere and you know again masturbate to my heart's content and you know do all of these things um 
I, I won't be able to do that if I start sleeping in, in, in the bedroom with my wife again. I think you could. <laughs> what, the... The masturbating for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm not 100% oh, yeah. sure about that. Yeah, she'll be like, well, I'm glad I don't have to do it. You know, just don't wake me up. <laughs> See, but that's the that's the problem. <clears throat> I, I, I masturbate violently. Oh, I mean, it's, whoa. You're it's, not like I be, a silent but deadly? <laughs> I, there's nothing silent about it, buddy. I beat I beat that little some bitch like he owes me money. Okay. <laughs> and when I and when I pop, it's <clears throat> ah! that's how I pop. So it's like, hey, hey, no, I'm just here to talk. I'm just here to. All right, Jimmy. Hey, break his fucking legs. <laughs> like that's exactly. That. It. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's so it. you're like a mobster. All right, got yes, it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like a mobster who's being tortured. I mean, that's that's kind of how it sounds. Whitey well, Bulger. Well, we all have a cum face, right? You you got the cum face. I can do it straight face. Wow, yeah. that's discipline. I look like I'm having a stroke. No, no, no. I've mastered it. I yeah. can make no expression at all. Wow. No body spasms or anything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it takes some dedication that- and, and discipline, but... Yeah, no, it's possible. That must cause some real psychological damage to the women that you're having sex with because they're probably sitting there going, did he fake it? Did that really oh, yeah. happen? Oh, yeah. No, like, yeah. No. Um, yeah, no, it's caused problems in the past. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But <laughs> what was I even talking about? <laughs> Moving back to the yes, bedroom. Yes, moving back to you the bedroom. You don't want to. No, I don't, I don't think masturbation is going to be allowed uh, because, again, that causes movement and possible, like, elbow hitting. And, no, again, I, I masturbate way too violently. And, and, yes, I could put the, the headphones in to listen to the porn, but I, I just don't think it's going to go well. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I, I really I, – the bedroom is stuffy. It's always stuffy. The door's shut. Uh, the, the heating system. Uh, the bed is the the bed is Jesus Christ, twenty fucking years old. It's we'll not, get a new one. It's not comfortable. It, Why would it, I invest in something I'm not going to sleep in? Oh, oh. Get a new couch. Well, here's nope, what here's what you hey, can do. Hey, you, hey, hey, hey. The couch. There's nothing wrong with her. All right, okay? then no, that's fine. D- don't d- get don't, at least a nice pillow. Don't you ever suggest. Do you have a memory foam pillow? Fucking A, I do. Hell yeah. Do you have the one with a bow in it? So that yes. Do you have the different heights on each bow? I don't. Okay. Well, there's the one that I have. There's a higher setting, a higher distance of the bow, a bigger circumference that allows your neck to lay over, where you get more of a stretch in your neck, and then there's one that's less, but it's never completely flat, right? Oh boy, you got to get one with the d- different heights. One side, if you flip it over, just rotating. You're not, you're not like flipping. You're just rotating along. I don't know. You, I, I don't I, know how to I, explain I, this. I just like the cold side of the pillow. That's all I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're just on the same side you've been sleeping on, you rotate it. You get a different height. If your neck starts hurting, oh, what changed what, my life? What is one of those retail for again? Thirty bucks. How's your finances doing? Are they good? I've had these for two, a couple of years now. Fantastic. And then you you always finish it off with the the uh what 1 million thread count pillowcase. Oh, yes. Yeah. The bamboo I'm sorry, the bamboo. The bamboo. Yes, we talked about this last episode. Yeah. 
Okay, 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 very good. Uh, no, I best am... sleep of your life that you'll get. Memory foam mattress. Oh, I, tr- yeah. trust me, I've done the homework. I don't have fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars to to blow <laughs> on on it. I on find a king. one for my my mattress was a hundred bucks. What truck did you steal that off of? Um, well, I traded a few frog skins for it from an Indian. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go get some frog skins and you hook me up. All right. Well, you're not allowed. Uh, of <laughs> that's course a, not. That's a uh, of course private not. club. Uh, of course not. <laughs> um, I can use you as my conduit to. Make oh yeah, this no, happen. I'll get it for you. Okay, fair yeah. enough. No, but here, what here's what I recommend is you go, you off, you go, you go. Hey, do you, honey, do you want do you want a massage? Right. So you you go. Okay, you give the shoulder rub. All right, and just like the testacuzzi. You take it out. You lay it right on the shoulder. <laughs> right. You lay it. You lay it on the shoulder. You go. All right. What are we gonna do now? And um, <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually ends up with a nice long, um, uh, peaceful night of rest. <laughs> wow. You, you just, just laid out, dude. You just pulled that straight out of your ass. <laughs> That, that, I did. Uh, that I al- did. I made that up. That, 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 that looked that looked painful. It did. for a minute. It, but it, yeah, I almost had you convinced. <laughs> I did. Yes, I was buying into yeah, it completely. I know. Oh, until I said, <laughs> when the moment you well, said, you, I want to try that now. Will it work? I don't know. The moment you said testacuzzi, you lost <laughs> me. Okay, that that was the end of that. Well, because it looks so comfortable. <laughs> Does it not? Uh, remains to be seen. Again, I think it looks like an ashtray, but and if I need to use it as, a, as an ashtray, then that's what I will do with it. Oh, I will, I will Indian give you, my friend. I will take that shit back. You know, it's funny. Earlier, when you said you would take it back for me, I just suppressed the urge to say, <laughs> "You can't Indian give it, motherfucker." Well, that's what I'm gonna do, right? Yeah, but you could say it. Oh, I can say. I it. cannot because I'm an Indian. Yes, you are. <laughs> I love the, the dynamic here. It works well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I love my couch. That's that's my go-to bitch right there. Yeah. She's she's my bottom bitch. I love that couch. So comfortable. Um, and the thought of going back and, and basically having restrictions. There are boundaries that come with sleeping in my bedroom again. And I don't like boundaries. Yeah. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like rules. I'm a rebel. No, I get it. I get it. I just want to I just want to be able to jack off whenever I want to and watch, you know, American Dad reruns. And it, what's what's you need to keep your testosterone levels up. There's health um risks involved here, oh. right? Oh. Right? You as a male need to be ejaculating like 20 times a month, at least four times a week, five times a week, right? Thank you. You just gave me the argument I need. Perfect. You're the best. You're, oh, you're welcome. Fucking problem solved. Yeah. What do you got, bud? What's what's, what's going on with domestic bliss with you? Um, I actually, I need to take another break. I really have to pee. I'm sorry. I got, we got to take a break. Well, we got an unplanned pee. We'll be back. I've had a lot of whiskey. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Okay, I'm gonna stop you for a second. 
How are you enjoying the Kilbegan? I'm liking it. I'm not getting that lime tanginess aftertaste mm-hmm. as much the more I've had. I don't know if it's because I'm drunk now and I'm numbed up a little bit. Yes, it is. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right. No, I'm, I'm enjoying it as yeah. well. I it, it has a little bit more... I, I kind of figured out how to articulate it. It's a little more bitter than a Jameson. It's, it, a, it's, a, it's got it a slight more bitterness to it. Which is... I prefer Jameson it, because to it, any it, of them that it, we've right, had. Right, right. It has a little sweeter kick to it. And yes, folks, we're going to compare every whiskey to Jameson because... Oh, yeah. Well, they're all in that same range, by the I, I, way, I, I pre- in the same range of Jameson. Yeah, we're not much. we're not comparing this to like a a four hundred dollars scotch. No, 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 no. Okay. We're just talking about from a flavor standpoint. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. But but yes, this it's okay. It's not terrible. It's certainly not as bad as the the Tullamore Dew we did last episode. No, that, that one. That yeah, was I felt like I was. I ate a whole stick of deodorant. <laughs> like it was. It's true. Wow. It's the truth. Yeah. So I had to drink more to get rid of the taste. <laughs> truth. Absolute yeah. truth. All right. Well, we will dedicate uh, this particular break to Kilbaggin. Uh, thank you for filling up my co-host's bladder. Thank you. We'll see you. All right. Welcome back. Uh, unfortunately, Talon's bladder, uh, Lost control, and uh, he pissed everywhere. I mean, I think the board's covered in urine at this point. It's very unfortunate. Luckily, uh, I was able to make it to the bathroom, so there's a good thing. Um, But at this point, it's Talon's turn for... Tales of Domestic Bliss. So, my good friend, what do you have going on right now? Well... I think I think you're going to be mad at me because I'm still a little bit confused on the weekly dilemma versus the tales of domestic bliss. Um, let me let me know what you think. I almost got in a fight in Fred Myers this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk later, but please dive in. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> there was this gentleman in a snapback, saggy pants. And a backpack and surprisingly clean shoes. Might might I add, no creases. No. Uh, okay, you have a question. What 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 is a snapback? Um, it's a the bill of the hat. You know, like a baseball cap. It's very curved. A mm-hmm. snapback. Um, typically, it's like these buttons that you push. So, like my jacket here, it's these buttons you push in. It's not Velcro, right? So it's, it's not a buckle. It's, it's an adjustable hat. Adjustable hat. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But it's a specific type. People with snapbacks know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> he had surprisingly clean shoes, and he was walking around the Fred Myers. Right, I was in the clothes section looking at buying a jacket when he came up to me. Are you intrigued yet? Very. All right. He <laughs> had long, scraggly hair and pretty. Yellow teeth, honestly, uh, which I pointed out to him because he was not wearing a mask. Well, uh, okay, that, I was about to stop you and go, why the fuck are you pointing that out? But if he didn't, doesn't have a mask on, I get it. But continue. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he walks up to me and he pulls out just, yo, wads of cash, bands. He had bands, right? And he probably had three or four K. Uh, spread out in his hands like he's like, hey, pick a card, you know, <laughs> like he's a like he's a magician, and they were all hundreds. Um, and he goes, 
ah, 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 ah. He sounds like a dolphin. And he says, <laughs> help me count this money, bro. <laughs> and he's like, look at all these bands. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude. Dude, then he started dancing. Like he was bending his knees and rocking back and forth. Well, like flicking his wrists like he was doing. <laughs> so when when you're on, when you're on, when you're on when you're on the MDMA, uh, you know, you just spontaneously start dancing. It do, it does happen. Yeah, I he must have been on something. Um, because and you know what? This pissed me off so much. Um, I I I my first question to him. Was what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he was not pleased with my simple question. And he goes, "Yo, what the fuck's wrong with you, man?" <laughs> I was like, it's a fair "He's qu- like, I just need help counting this money. I don't, what's your problem?" Hey, that's a fair question coming from him. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess, but <laughs> at the same time, I was minding my own business. And he walks up from across the store to me because it was literally just me and him. I didn't see anyone else in, in that floor at that time in the, or in the department entirely. Um, and I was like, what's wrong with me? Yo, my guy, what are you doing? <laughs> just duty. I can't describe how he sounded because he was like, he was like, like, like he was literally sounding like a dolphin <laughs> or SpongeBob. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. And he was like, "Yo, where are the shoes at?" And uh, <laughs> I was like, D- "Does it look like I work here, man? I don't. <laughs> why are you asking me where stuff is?" And he legitimately thought that I was an employee. Because he looks at me and goes, "Ah, oh, ah, oh shit! Where's your name? Where's your name tag, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I, lo- I lost my cool. Okay, I was like, "All right, you need to get, you need to get away from me right now because I'm gonna even you up if you don't like step back, get the fuck back." <laughs> and um, I wasn't saying it that co- I was yelling at him at this point. All right, I'm gonna be honest here. <laughs> I was yelling at him, back the fuck up right now um and and at that point an actual fred meyer employee saw and heard me but they sorry i'm gonna interrupt so for those of you that don't know what fred meyer is because fred meyer is not a national or an international thing this is pnw okay so this is kroger corporation that owns fred meyer uh in other places it's called ralph's or something to that effect anyways continue it's it's a it's a grocery store chain, right? They sell groceries and clothes and it's like Walmart but a little bit nicer. And <laughs> or is it? <laughs> not really. I mean, the meat's a little nicer, I'll say that. <laughs> um and, and so an actual Fred Meyer employee saw and heard me. I made eye contact with this with this gentleman, by the way, in a Fred Meyer uniform. Um he didn't do a damn thing like none of my interaction with this other customer faced him in the slightest. He just looked at me and goes, 
Eh, and he just goes back to putting clothes back on a shelf. Like, I, we're yelling at each other at this point. In the middle of the men's section, in the jacket, where I, I'm trying to buy a jacket, right? Um, <clears throat> so, I'm like, dude, if you... I'm about to steal all of your money, and <laughs> I'll get away with it. Like, the you're holding all this money out in front of me. What do you want me to do? And, th and that's what I'm thinking right now is like, all right, how, how many bills do you peel off this guy? Yeah. Well, none. Uh, because all right, all right I'm I, done. I'm out. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. Fred Meyer, there's cameras in here. I, I see an employee. He's staring at me. Kind of just like, really, dude, I'm just trying to put clothes away. Can you not yell right now? You know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, all right, I can't really take anything away from him without being caught well i mean i could i could i bet i could have walked out of that so there's an armed security guard in that fred meyer by the way um and i'm sure i could walk out and nothing would happen to me at all yeah. i just pocket those bills Ooh, i go right out right out the door baby yeah that armed security guard don't give two shits no, if you not take at all. some money off somebody that's <laughs> doing that yeah yeah so he met the dude eventually walked away and he kept we kept yelling at each other <laughs> through the aisles and he was saying something like at least I don't work at Fred Meyer <laughs> just like laughing like <laughs> yes you did it way better than I did and I kept doing it I'm like yeah oh, you keep talking bitch you look like you just retired from Foot Locker I don't know wow <laughs> sick burn bro yeah, oh I don't know I was I was really mad I was saying some anything that came to my head I was just yelling at him because uh, he looked like God there's this uh, I'll have to show you a picture later of who exactly this dude looked like um and, and he just kept walking on the store flashing his money around. And I don't know why that made me so angry, but I almost threw hands with someone in the Fred Meyer for no apparent reason. <laughs> so that's my tales of domestic bliss. Grocery shopping in where I live. Uh, stay strapped or get clapped. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so <laughs> let me explain how Tales of Domestic Bliss works. Were you in a relationship with this gentleman? No. Were you intimate with him? Uh, I was get. I was about to be intimate. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Tales of Domestic Bliss has to do with things that are involved in relationships. Okay, so that would be a weekly dilemma. That would definitely be a weekly dilemma. Okay. All right. So domestic bliss is relationships. Yes. Got it. But that's like domestic living, right? You're going around, you're grocery shopping. All of a sudden, okay. this asshole comes we, up to you all right. and we, is like, we, we, we could, there could be a loophole thrown into the situation. Okay. But that's a dilemma thing. That's more of a, of a <laughs> do I fight this person or do I not? Do I steal his money or do I not? That's See, a dilemma. Uh, that's a dilemma. That's, that's a dilemma. absolutely yeah. a dilemma. And to answer your question, <laughs> I would have taken that motherfucker's money in I, a minute. Well, he was so drugged up. I could have gotten away with it. God, you, I should have. I probably could have had five extra K in my, in my bank account right now. Right. Damn it. What were you thinking? I was thinking I, you know, I should be a responsible citizen. I don't want to you know, deck this guy in the throat because he has more money than I do. I mean, 
Well, I'm not saying deck him in the throat. I'm just saying if he's peeling cash off and he says, help me count this cash. Oh, <laughs> you're you know, like, yeah, it, let me help you count yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. And, oh, I'm sorry. One of those bills happened to end up in my shirt sleeve. Oh, I sure. mean, okay. that, that's not, a, I'm not talking about you running over, sure. assault, r- basically robbing the guy. Oh, yeah. Sure. That ain't right. Yeah. But isn't that wonderful? It's, it's not a crime if I don't get caught for it. Oh, if no one sees it, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, Talon, um, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> uh, outside of I applaud your restraint. Oh man, yo, like no, I, I did, I did push him. No, no, no. It, I, I, I'm talking about the fact that you didn't go hands with him, and the fact that you didn't rob him. I'm proud of you. Okay, I didn't rob him. I want him to get away from me. He would not right. leave me alone. I like. Right. I was walk. I don't know how to exactly set the scene here. I'm just shopping, and he comes up to me, and and we argue, and I'm li- I'm walking away. I just straight up ignored him, and then he follows me. So then at that point, then I'm yelling at him, "Get the fuck away from me!" And he's still shoving his money in my face. So yeah, I shove him, and then I'm trying to leave. At that point, he still follows me. Like, so the most important question God. I have. <clears throat> yes. Did you get a jacket? No, I left the store. I was so mad. But I mean, my <clears throat> turns, I'm glad I didn't because um, a few days later, my mom got me a really nice rain jacket, which is what I was looking for. I was looking for, because I, I never, I didn't have a rain jacket. Mine, I lost it somewhere. So the perfect scenario would have been you would have selected a jacket and the guy would have paid for it. That would, yes. So next time, just play into that. Okay. Do a little dance with him. Have a little fun. All right. And then see if he'll buy your jacket for you. All right. I mean, I already lost my patience at the end of the day. Yeah. like that was like the last part of my work day. Right. I had a stressful day. I was not having it with anybody, you know. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But I think there was a missed opportunity there. Oh, definitely. So I want you. In hindsight, yes. I want you to think about that next time. I will. Fair enough. All right. Hey. Do you want to uh, see if this is a thing? That's what I thought. You want to see if this is a thing? So, Mr. Talon, let me ask you a question, sir. All right. What is the oldest woman that you have been intimate with? Uh, What are you talking, sexually? Well, sure, yes. What is the oldest woman that you have had the intimate relations with, as in the physical, as in the fucking? Do you want me to be honest, or do you want me? To no, lie? I want you to fucking lie. Yeah, I want you to be honest. All right. Okay. Can I give you a ballpark? What was the age difference? Give me that. Over twenty years. That's not bad. Forties. She was in her forties. Nice. How old were you? Uh, in my teens. In your teens. Good boy. Good boy. My personal record, I was in, I think, my early 20s, and I think I was with somebody that had about 25 years on me. But let me tell you something. There are people that go beyond that. Really? Today, I'm going to talk about gerontophilia. What's that? Also known as a jerry care fetish. A jerry care fetish? Uh-huh. Okay. So, gerontophilia, also known as erotic age orientation, is a sexual attraction towards elderly people. 
Elderly people? Elderly <clears throat> people. A person suffering from gerontophilia is known as a gerontophile. It was coined in the year 1901 by a psychiatrist, Richard von Kraft Ebbing. That's a lot of dashes in there. He was an Austro-German psychiatrist and author in his book, Psychopathia Sexualis, which is, I refer to it often, uh, written in 1886, has mentioned, has mentioned various paraphilias and gerontophilia being one among them. However, gerontophilia is not classified as a mental disorder and also is not mentioned in the DSM. Wow. Okay. So it hasn't been scientifically proven. However, there have been many case studies that have been done. Uh, for example, uh, 1929, uh, there was a, uh, a, scientist, a scientist, psychiatrist, whatever, had a, uh, a patient who at the age of 24 was married and had six children. He served in the army during the war and due to complete sexual abstinence, he encountered elderly women while bathing and found himself sexually aroused. He lost all love for his wife and was attracted to elderly women. Okay. All right. So we've t I've gone over the, the basic biography that I could pull up from the interwebs. Here's the thing. This is legit. All right. Many, many moons ago, I worked as driving a truck for a porno distributor. So basically- A what? I was a porno distributor. Like magazines or video? And video. Both. Okay. Both. So you just drove a truck and delivered shit to, to businesses or people? Yeah, like the ice cream man. I just okay, drove good. drove into neighborhoods and I threw porn at everybody. All right. All right. That's so, yes. Respectable. Uh, I would drive, I would, uh, I would deliver stock of pornographic magazines, videos, and a few DVDs. It was before that was really starting to take off. And I would deliver these things to different corner stores, like, not like shell stations or, you know, huge franchise ones, but 7 Eleven. <laughs> no, not to 7 Eleven, but privately owned, oh, privately owned privately owned stores one of my biggest sellers was senior porn senior seniors elderly people having sex that was a huge seller not like <clears throat> one elderly person and then a younger person sometimes yes it just depends sometimes you mean <clears throat> the pair in yes. the in the scene is yes. both yes yo sometimes it's two seniors most of the time, though, it was, yes, it was somebody that was much I younger. take a drink. Oh, my God. You, you probably should. But this is this is a thing. Those were the top sellers that we had were those videos or DVDs at the time that showed elderly people having sex with younger people more than anything else. Those were the top sellers. So there are people out there that like to... Sleep with grandma. And and as for, as, <laughs> oh God. As, 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 grandma. You, yes. No, grandma. <laughs> not, not, no. not Nana. No, Nana. <laughs> Don't do it. But you look at you look on the internet. Hey, older people need love too. Well, of course. And yeah. I hope that when I'm at that age I can do that. Uh but <laughs> if you look you go onto your average, you know, porn site, you go onto Pornhub. I did a search, man. There's a shit ton of videos of, you know, so-and-so fucking grandma type situation or someone screwing an elderly person. This is definitely out there. Okay. This way more so than shoving ginger up your ass. 
which we talked about last episode. I can see why. <laughs> I guess it's more pleasurable. I I have no idea. Well, yeah, I mean it it well definitely more pleasurable than ginger an irritant to your <laughs> to your to your <laughs> anus. anus. Yeah. But it gives me hope. You want to know why? Why? It gives me hope because I'm hoping that when I reach my 80s and 90s that some 20-something can actually kill me. <laughs> Wait, what? I want to actually go, kill you. I want to go out. I'll actually kill you. I want to I mean, go out. You, no, 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 no. I want to go out draining the balls to some 20-something. Oh, I see. Literally getting a heart attack yes. from orgasming too hard. How can you think of a better way to go? Um, yeah, like a like a warrior, like going out fighting a like you're the only warrior on your team left and you're fighting like 10 other warriors and you go out with no fear or you're fighting a bear. Hell yeah, that's how I want to go. You and I are very different people. We were raised differently. We had yeah, different oh, childhoods. Oh, oh, you think? Yeah. No, I I want to go out on my back with a with a 25-year-old, you know, fucking fucking me into the ground. Yeah. You know, I I want to I want to go down in history, you know. That's not very historical. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about history. <laughs> <laughs> I got goals, goddammit. it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I could not imagine and and some of the porn that I looked at the the senior porn that I that I uh, you know for research purposes uh, looked at yeah when you reach a certain age there's just not a lot of attractive attractiveness going on it looked like a lot of stretch leather at that point yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't working for me I I, I couldn't even get hard off of it uh, so but yeah this is a thing it's just going on out there. I'm just going to ignore that statement real quick. I'm going to let that slide. Which statement? Uh, couldn't even get hard off of it. I'm not going to address that at all. Well, I come on. That's how I gauge how effective these things are. <laughs> if I can get a hard on from something, okay, it's got merit. If I can, <laughs> if I, if I can come. Well, can you run the testicuzzi first <laughs> while watching the video? Can I masturbate while my yes. balls are in the testicuzzi? Yes, you can. It's designed for that then I am fine. All right. I will get much use out of this. But yes, if I can get a, a hard on from something, it has merit. If I can come, oh my God, it's legitimate at that point. Legitimate. Legitimate. Right. But unfortunately, um, yeah, Jerry Care fetish just did not work for me. Uh, I mean, uh, I... Uh. Because we have, we have cougars, of course, right? And that was great. In my teens, because uh, like I was, you know, everything was paid for. I was driven to school and back. <laughs> you know, I was picked up. Driven. <laughs> and I, well, I didn't have a license. You know what I mean? Driven. And driven. You driven? mean? <laughs> I'm pretty drunk. I don't care about grammar at this point. Um, we go out to like these fancy dinners. Right. Right. Oh yeah, and they had like their own house. You know what I mean? A whole house. That's insane to me. Not not half a house, but no, a whole house. A whole, like apartment. I was like, okay, apartment. I get an apartment. But a, a house? Yo, how long have you been alive? <laughs> you know what I mean? But 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 that was the, here's the thing now. At my age, women my age are considered 
cougars. Really? How fucked up is that? Yeah, no, I get, yeah, oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. how yeah, fucked sure. up is that? So we look at elderly as being, uh, the term that I have heard the most is saber-tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> saber-tooth tiger. Saber-tooth tiger, yeah. <laughs> That's a way funnier to me than it is to you. So Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess ultimately from all of this, ladies in your 20s, Give those elderly guys a chance. You know, guys in your no. 20s, give those elderly no, women no, a no. chance. No, no, no. Give the elderly women a chance. They're way better than the elderly men. Wow. I'd say. We're assigning some pretty serious value here on a, on a gender bias. Oh, I'm definitely biased. Uh, I, don't, I don't like anyone. Wow. So, again, for my purposes, because the world does revolve around me, um, you ladies, when I get to my 70s or 80s, if I actually live that long, uh, I, I'm going to need a 25-year-old to fucking kill me, okay? That's that's what I'm after. Well, isn't, the, isn't their only reason to kill you is if, like, they marry you and get your uh, all your money? See, and that that hits on something interesting. I have always interpreted that people get together with the elderly because of a money situation, but no, there is an actual fetish for this. Oh, and they don't care about money at all. They don't give a shit. I see that. I I never really cared about money. Well, good for you. And normally I I don't either, but no, there, there are people of a, of a younger age. And when I say younger, I mean mid twenties that just enjoy from a sexual standpoint, fucking people that are, geriatrics which mm-hmm. i think is what 70 or older geriatrics all yes right. all no, right you never heard of geritol have you no but i've heard oh you're i just had a stroke yes you need some geritol oh fuck here we go um no but i've heard of rollades now you mean alka seltzer yeah yeah, we're, we're, we're going back to last episode again. Um, so, yeah, so that that is a thing, sir. That's so, wild. So tell I'm, me, what do you have for this is a thing? Um, <clears throat> I'll give you the headline. Oh. Village of people in Kazakhstan randomly fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the village of I don't ask me to pronounce this properly, Kalakai. Let me see it real quick. Um K A L I C A. Yeah, it doesn't matter I. if you spell it. Let me look at it real quick here because spelling is hard. Top of the page second Kalaki. Kalaki. All right. Or Kalachi, one of the two. Whatever. Starting around two thousand thirteen, about a quarter of the residents, maybe one twenty 150 people or so would randomly fall asleep throughout the day. Sometimes they would end up in comas, being asleep for anywhere from a few hours to weeks. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. 120 people passing out randomly throughout the day. And sometimes at the same time, like 10 people, 50 people dropping. Boop. Like they're chopping wood. They're trying to make a fire or they're baking a cake. Boop, they pass out. And they're that way for a while. Hours to weeks. We're talking about mass narcolepsy. 
That and that's what I thought too, but that's not it. What? What is it? Yeah, doctors do not know what exactly was going on. People would fall asleep while driving, chopping wood, going into town. It didn't really matter what exactly they were doing. Some people thought that it could be the results of radiation poisoning. Some thought perhaps there is an old, you know, radiation mine somewhere, or maybe it has to do with increased carbon monoxide levels. All of these have been ruled out as the cause. None of them are the cause. Radiation, narcolepsy, carbon monoxide, and like several others. So there's no environmental factor that they can tie to this. Yes, no. no. And, I, and I'm sorry, what country, Or genetic. What what country was this in? Um it's in Kazakhstan. So it's like it's like okay. near no, okay. Russia? No, I know where Kazakhstan is. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, isn't that wild? Um like can you imagine 150 people all just dropping in the middle of their activities and staying unconscious for hours and some of those people <laughs> for weeks? That's insane. That's insane. And they can't correlate this to any type of environmental factor because it Not has so to be far. it has to be some type of environmental factor. It can't be unless there's a shit ton of in- inbreeding going on in this village that there can't be or a genetic component to this. Or cuz I've also heard about in Europe people just completely dancing until they drop dead. There is a phenomenon I've heard about where people just copy what other people are doing. So, you know, they could legitimately believe that they're about to pass out and then and then they do. Where there's no physical or environmental things actually going on other than like there's there was a case of people having threats basically without any genetic any genetic predisposition to having threats. It was just a social thing that was happening. Hmm. We can go into more detail about that probably. In, actually, I'll do, I'll probably do that in a later episode. The Tourette's thing, wild, completely wild. I have no idea what it was going on there, but it's it's wild. So I I wonder if this is something that's self induced that they, they yeah do. is is so is this more is this like a superstitious to nah it's not even the the the, the path I need I to go know. on here. Are they? It, it, a modern society in this town or are they more of a kind of a throwback to an earlier era? I, well, I, modern in the sense of, I mean, yes, they have electricity to some degree. Okay. I don't know if they have Wi-Fi. That, well, <laughs> come on. Everybody's got Wi-Fi. They, I think they, they use, you know, combustion as their main source of energy. So basically they're using modern technology. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Because I was trying to tie in some type of archaic religious belief or something to that effect, but interesting. Wow. Yeah, what do you make of that? I don't know what to make of that. Because... What do you you think... I mean, I know you said narcolepsy, but that was ruled out. Well, the the, the odds of an entire village or 100 plus people suffering from narcolepsy, odds are pretty small on that. Yeah. And again, yes. I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> it just feels right. In my entire life, I've only known one person with narcolepsy. Well, yeah, but again, the idea of, of an entire village or, again, 100 plus people inside of a town suffering from narcolepsy just seems highly unlikely. Yeah. So 
I guess the, the, the next thing we could go towards is that they, it has to be environmental something or, or, or something they're purposely doing. Like maybe they have some type of ritual in the, in, in the town where they, oh. they I'm not going to say peyote or something like that, but yeah, maybe no. there's some drug that they take yeah. and they do this on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Was that touched on? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think what definitely was touched on was the environment specifically around the village. If there's any sort of factors that could have, come into play there. I mean, some households did have higher carbon monoxide levels than others, but not enough to induce narcolepsy. I mean, <laughs> throughout the day, right? And that was only some households, not enough for 150, 120 to 200 people yeah, randomly passing out. Yeah, that seems totally unlikely. I mean... Yeah, no, that's a good question. I wonder if there's some sort of traditional aspect of that, something that they take... Or, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe they just got some strong weed. Uh, you know, they did, they yeah. just hit that pipe hard and fuck. Maybe dude. they're all moonshiners. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could be the case. Well, fuck, man. That is bizarre. Because, of course, from a scientific standpoint, everybody's going to lean towards, okay, it's one of two things. It's it's There's some genetic component to this, or there's an environmental component to this, or a combination of the two. Chicken or the egg, that's right. And we all know the pizza became came before both. But my other question in all of this is, as always, is where are you getting this from? What's the source? Because um, if it's Ripley's Believe It or Not or something. It's not. Okay. It's not Ripley's. It's not Wikipedia. Oh. I'm oh. not going to tell you what the source is because oh, that ruins the magic. God but I'll tell you it. what. Um, it's legitimate. Several news stations, both here in America and in Europe, have covered this. Um, I I dug, you know, <laughs> almost, as deep as, almost, as as an hour can take me. He almost said deep. <laughs> yeah. I did not dig, like, ridiculously deep. Right, right. Um, because that, I spent an hour on this, and there's multiple credible sources from this that are news stations. Um both in Europe and America. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you want from me? Uh, nothing. I'm just <laughs> curious. I, uh, my question has been asked and you have denied, you know, declined to answer and that's that's fine. That's fine. So, we will take this story with somewhat of a grain of salt. D- yeah, take but, it with a grain of salt. But if the, but if this is legit, that is that's fucking weird. Right. Isn't that Yeah. No, it's legit. That's that's I believe it's legit. That, that is my scientific, uh, you know, appraisal of this. It's fucking weird. Mhm. Wow. Because yeah. if y'all took peyote at the same time, would that shit hit your ass at the same time? No. It depends on your physique. It depends on your, your spiritual competence. It depends on <laughs> how much you weigh, how much, how tall you are, uh, what kind of what kind of Indian regalia you have, I am, what kind of pants you're wearing. I There's can, a lot that goes into, I, into I, the peyote ceremony. I can say with absolute certainty that my spiritual competence is, 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 zero. Not, is not high. It's not high. Well, I'll change that for you. Oh. Just come out in the woods with me for a little bit. Like for a couple hours? No, no, no. A few days. At least a week. Mm, I'm going to pass on I'm going to be nobody. You're going to be Johnny Depp. <laughs> Here's the thing. Johnny Depp had a slug in his chest. I'll give you one. Oh, I'm shooting back. <laughs> 
Love you. <laughs> Mine's going to be with an arrow, though, not with a bullet. Oh. All right, I'm not going to be that mean. So that sounds like the worst camping trip ever. <laughs> How much alcohol is involved in this? Uh, none. Okay, I'm out. Done. Well, then, you then, know, all right, that's fine. Uh, that's okay. Well, good. Yeah. You're not going to take me at gunpoint. No, no, never. All right, No, nothing's ever forceful fair with me. Enough. I'm never forceful. So, folks, uh, I think what we've learned here is stay the fuck out of Kazakhstan because yeah. uh, you, you may- Well, that's one small village. All right, stay out of the village of- Kalaki? Kalaki, Kalachi, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I, I'd stay out of there. Um, you know what it could be causing it? Hmm. Is they're fucking seniors. I don't think age had anything to do with, but that's a good question. I'm just throwing a lot of, no, in, in the articles I was looking at, it was mostly old people that were the ones that giving the interviews saying, yeah, I passed out while driving my motorcycle. Boom. It's really cold there. Boom. Could, the, could hype, could hypothermia be hype, hypo? Yeah. Not hyper hypothermia be the cause. Maybe. I think so. I'm thinking because it's- when you get real cold, you get real sleepy. I'm thinking it's a jury care fetish. Sorry. <clears throat> That's where I'm leaning. That's where all of my scientific research leads me to. I'm going to blame almost everything on y- y'all fucking the elderly at this <laughs> point. So that's kind of where uh, I'm going. All right. Well, fascinating all the way around, sir. Yes. As always, you bring the thunder. I think you bring the thunder. No, no. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just a perv. Well, I am definitely the perv of the entire group. So uh, speaking of pervy, yeah, let's go to the kids' corner. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the kids' corner. And this week we have a, a bit of a doozy here. Um, we watched and we are now reviewing... The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, this film was released in 2005. It is rated PG, has a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. Uh, the synopsis is Max is a normal boy with a dreaming habit, making him a target for bullies. One day, he accidentally summons imaginary characters in his mind named Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They are his heroes who will defend him at all costs, but when they arrive for real, something unexpected happens. The two heroes need Max to save the world from a dire threat. As far as the people that star in this, Caden Boyd is Max. Taylor Lautner of Twilight fame is Shark Boy. Uh, Taylor Dooley is Lava Girl. George Lopez, a comedian of ill repute, is Mr. Electric. Uh, this film was written by Robert Rodriguez, uh, his brother Marcel Rodriguez, and his son Racer Rodriguez. This was directed by Robert Rodriguez, and I will get into him a little bit later. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score on this one was 19%. <laughs> the audience score was 33%. Uh, worldwide, worldwide gross for this film was $72 million, which is Yo. Yeah, it's not a lot for 2005. Oh, that's, that's almost three quarters of the way to 100 mil. Thank you. There's our engineer, folks. That's a lot. It's it's our, it's kind of a paltry sum for for that era. Are you sure? Okay. Trust me. Go go with me on this. All right. I'll, I, I will. I am. I'll you, believe the white man. Thank 
for this <laughs> time. Thank you. On behalf of the white people, I thank you. I mean, you choose great whiskey. <laughs> I got to trust you on <laughs> some other things, that, too. That's debatable as well. But <laughs> All right. So as far as my rating is concerned with this, this is a two out of five. <gasps> I don't hate this movie. Oh. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. And I know, and I know, I know why you're sitting there going, oh, it's because I gave this a better rating than Dead Man. Yeah. Yes, I did. Dead Are Man. you insane? How was this movie better than Dead Man? Because it didn't take itself seriously. It didn't what try, do you- it didn't try to present itself as this serious piece of cinema and, 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 and act in this pretentious manner, it was what it was. And, it, and, and, and they knew that this was a fucking joke. They made fun of themselves on a regular basis. That's why I give this movie a better rating than Dead Man. Only one star more. Are you sure? I, I don't like the movie, but I'm saying is that... Yeah, but you, let, you would rather watch... Shark Boy and Lava Girl, The Adventures of, rather than Dead Man? Yep. Oh, wow. I would. All right. I would. Hey, you're I mean, entitled to your opinion? I, I don't care if it's wrong. Um, <laughs> you're entitled to it. Attaboy. Wh- whatever. boy, you're learning. You're learning. <laughs> Look, this, this, yes, this, this movie is, is absolute garbage it, it's it's drivel beyond belief the uh the special effects are are terrible so this thing was released in 3d so that's why you, <laughs> a lot of the scenes in there they're throwing they're, they're, they're a bunch they're, of they're, no they're, i, I realize they're that. throwing jizz at the screen you know to, for people to go oh look it's like it's touching me but again this film does not take itself seriously. The kids are shit actors in this. They're not great. Here's the thing. I don't Taylor know. Taylor Lautner did really well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was the best actor in this entire movie. Okay. I'll, I'll, Way sure. better than George Lopez. <laughs> oh, George Lopez is terrible. And, and, and <laughs> it, it, George Lopez is terrible at anything that he does. I hate his stand up. I, I don't think he's funny. Um, I'm. I, freaked out by him because throughout my childhood i'd wake up at like three in the morning on the couch or in my bed with his the, the theme music to whatever his show was playing the, <laughs> the, the george lopez show <laughs> george lopez show and every time i hear that i get chills up my spine because i'm like i'm not this is what's going on wow <laughs> You you definitely like, you definitely need a therapist at this point. Yeah, you, oh yeah, no, are, I I refuse to watch any episodes because that <laughs> freaks me out. You are you are <laughs> fucked beyond belief at this point. <laughs> but no, he yeah, he's terrible in this. There the, again, the acting in, in my opinion, even Taylor Lautner, I, I I think it's all dog shit. But this is what Robert Rodriguez does. Now I'm going to assume that you have not seen any Robert Rodriguez films. Or you're not aware of it. Robert Rodriguez started out. His first film was called El Mariachi. Oof, that's uh. No, okay. he did one called Bedhead. It was kind of a short part too. But this was a film that he financed by himself by donating blood, plasma, and setting himself up for get- for scientific research. 
You, oh, you can get good money for donating plasma. So he signed, yeah. him, and he also signed himself up for drug trials. Anyways, he made this movie called El Mariachi, which uh, uh, it was a film. It had to do with assassins and you know this mariachi getting caught up in there. Anyways, later on, that because of the success of that film, it was turned into it, it, Jesus Christ. All right, so here's the thing: I killed the bottle of Killbag and. I am the drunk one now. Talon is actually more sober than I am. So, I am. So yes. strap in. Here we go. Later on, due to the success of El Mariachi, he did a film that was considered a sequel to El Mariachi called Desperado, which had Antonio Banderas in it. The spiritual successor. Sure. Yes. And Antonio Banderas was playing the El Mariachi character. After that, the success of that, which is a movie I fucking love, he went on to do other projects. Another sequel to that called Once Upon a Time in Mexico wasn't great, but it had our boy Johnny Depp in it. Johnny Depp! Johnny Depp! Depp! Which was okay. It was an okay film. But in the process, he did a movie which is near and dear to my heart called uh, From Dust Till Dawn. That had George mm, Clooney in mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. One of my favorite films. From Dust Till Dawn. Heck yep. yeah. Yep. At one point, Robert Rodriguez took a turn into kids' films. And one of the first things he did in the kids' films realms was uh, a movie called Spy Kids. I love Spy Kids. Okay. So he Heck did, yeah. He did. I think, the first. This fir- felt like a Spy Kids movie. So that's why yeah. you're getting that vibe. He did, the, I think, the first, he directed the first two or three Spy Kids. I think there's been five of them at this point, but he. I, I've only seen the, there's three. There, three, only because 3D, I remember that. There I've is, seen the first three. Right. There yeah. is, I think, five of them at this point. The, the last two, I think he was a producer in them. Anyways. This is this is his milieu now. This is the ballpark that he's in. Mm-hmm. So this movie was not a change from anything he had done within the last couple of years leading up to that film. Okay. So again, the story is fun. I I think it's it's it, not even that. Again, I think it's fun, but this is one of those films that I put into that category of it's so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's it's laughable, and and you just kind of go along for the ride at that point. And given the the things that the kid focuses on, as far as the movies that she likes to watch and the shows she likes to watch, this is not the worst thing that she could put on. I, I, I so I I kind of enjoy. It. Look, I don't like the movie. I really don't. <laughs> I, 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 the, Thank you for clarifying. No, the the visual effects are fucking terrible in it. Well, um, wasn't there like twelve different visual effects teams on this movie? Oh, as oh, look, yeah. man, if you if you watch the credits of most of these films that have a heavy CGI presence, you're going to see at least a dozen different oh, visual man. effects companies that are involved in it. No wonder there was so much money in this movie right yeah but his i mean the with the story is it was concerned i mean his son helped him with the film and i don't think his son was very old at that point so you wait, have, wait the director's son yes so, so how how old do you think he i was? i don't know how old he was teens May, 20s maybe teens yeah that's <laughs> i'm not 100 percent sure but that explains kind okay. of the nature of this movie okay. and, yeah. and, and, and again 
you know, the kids are the kids. They're they're not great. It's it's overacted, but again, it's it's right up there with those types of films. Like like I, I've referred to this many times, but like the Toxic Avenger, the trauma films. It's very much in that same vein, except minus the violence and the things that I enjoy. But it, it it's a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. And so I can appreciate that about that and, and I completely remove myself from the whole thing. Is it a good film? Absolutely not. It's a fucking garbage movie. And again, the CGI is fucking terrible. The kids suck. The acting sucks. Everything else. But it doesn't try to portray, portray itself as a serious film. And I enjoy that factor to it. And that's why I gave it two out of five stars. Talon, take it away. I rate this movie two out of five as well. Um, Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I rated Dead Man five out of five, all right? Which, There's no boom here. Which I'm, I'm not holding against you. <laughs> so please, continue. The beginning is great, and, you know, honestly, it is it is captivating, but the acting is very meh. Uh, the story is completely incoherent, and George Lopez doesn't help. <laughs> One bit throughout the whole movie. <laughs> he is, you're not wrong. He is so bad in this movie. I, I know. I, every scene he's in is just really George. Yeah, this is this is the best you've got. Yeah, no, I mean, either be the teacher or be Mister Electric. Like, pick one. Like, both were awful. Or stop acting in movies, period. <laughs> Stick to your stand-up, bud, which, yeah. ain't, which ain't great in the first place, but stay in your lane, all right? Yeah, I mean, just not my cup of tea. Um, also, the main character, here's why I, I rated this so low, is because the main character felt passive in this movie. The whole story seemed to unfold around him no matter what his decisions were. So, I mean... Nothing about this story was compelling. I mean, I liked Shark Boy. He was great. Lava Girl was like okay. Um, <laughs> she was the worst actress. Yeah, in the she whole had fucking thing. Well, yeah. she had no origin story. Like that's why I was so invested with Shark Boy. He had an origin story. No one else did in this entire movie. I thought this was about Shark Boy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But that, <laughs> apparently but that, not. But that was one of the plot devices. Of the whole film was her going, "Who am I? What am I? Well, I, don't, sure, I don't know but what I am." It, it'd be cooler if I knew who she was and she didn't. Like she had like this weird coma thing where she got hit in the head by some. Uh, I don't know. A, uh, a coconut, let's say, whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't care what it is. I want to know what's going on with her. I have no idea. I don't, I, there's no emotional she investment. Was, she was shot out by a, <laughs> volcano. by a volcano. That is the story. Well, great. Show me at least two seconds of that <laughs> happening. Right. Now, I, I've seen this movie several times and I've always wondered if there would be a second. So, really? I'm, now I'm more interested in the lore behind this movie. Oh shit! <laughs> so you've seen this movie before? Oh, several times. Yeah, no, this is ver this has been very nostalgic for me. And is this because you watched it as a kid? I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And yes, folks, teaser for next week or sorry, next episode. 
We will be reviewing the pseudo sequel to this called We Can Be Heroes. And that blew my mind. Did it blow your dick off yes, right there? Because yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl are in it. Yes, they Although, are. Although, where's Taylor Lautner? He's too good for this. God yeah, damn it. He's too good for, for doing a sequel to That's this. That's fine. No, I think they cut him out because he's too ripped for it. I mean, he's jacked, hey, is he not? look, he's too busy trying to Yo, make, make shitty action films and fucking chicks who like guys that spark. I'm okay with that. We're going to move on, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> so, <laughs> here's, here's some of my questions. So the book is a magical book? Oh, so, or, oh, or, so there's questions? Yes, I have questions. Can you say it for me, though? Yeah. I have qu- the, can you say I have questions? I have questions. There we go. Is the book a magical book? Yes. Well, I mean, or is the blonde kid magical? Because everything he writes in the book comes to flourishing on planet drool, but the bully somehow messed everything up. So is it the book or is it the blonde kid? Are you sitting down? Yes. It's both. It's both? It's, and I'm going to say that Is again. it anyone? Because it, what's his name is very creative, I guess. He can think of piranhas eating Taylor Lautner. Are you talking about Linus? Linus, or yeah. Minus. <laughs> PEMDAS. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, the, the answer is yes, because Max is magical and he's a dreamer. And well, what about the lady at the end, George Lopez's daughter? Daughter, daughter. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> she's the ice queen. I know. <laughs> she is. She is. She is the ice queen. So she is magical as well, but only magical because Max deemed her as being magical because he has a boner for this girl. Yeah, but he has a necklace that she's never seen before in real life, but she has in the dream world, and he hands it to her at the end of the movie. Like she's like, oh. <laughs> Where'd you find this? And he's like, ah, <laughs> in my dream. Well, again, because Max is the author of this entire world. He is the one who has created it. And again, and again by extension, that diary or journal or whatever the fuck it is, is an extension of his power. Thank you for establishing that. I will get into that. You just set me up perfectly for what I'm about to get into. But first, in. first. What I will say is I need a therapist like the robot in that movie. <laughs> what a great, like he said the perfect things in every scene he was in. <laughs> Please kill me. <laughs> Let me take a step real quick. But I, I yeah, this, this. Please, I, I I had nothing to say for that dead space. What? Please go in. I think. Here's my theory. I I think that Max died and is living oh, no. out his days <laughs> in a repeated hell, <laughs> having conflict in every aspect of his life, day in and day out, until one day everything gets resolved. Only for him to see everything fall apart again. I love the fact that you typed that out completely. <laughs> so what you're saying is Max, when did Max die? Well, we're about to get into that. I'll tell you. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, so put, get further. Yes. Did go in. So I think Max had multiple personalities with 
one of them being a stone cold killer. I think the max that we see created these elaborate characters of how, you know, his other personalities kill people. <laughs> I think he was testing out theories on how to burn people alive, on how to drown them, or feed them to sharks. I think that that's some of his fantasies that he's had. Holy shit. So you're saying that Mr. Electricidad or Mr. Electric or whatever the fuck and who was the other? Ah, it doesn't matter. So you're saying that all of these are a manifestation of his own dark personality? Yes. I think uh, he has multiple personality disorder. So they are just extensions of that multiple personality disorder. Yeah. That's harder. I think so. And I think that's why the parents were fighting so much in the movie. Because they realized what kind of child they had. <laughs> right? They could see his violent nature and tendencies. With, you know, with the milk and cookies, for example, he became so good at manipulating heat, he could melt glass. <laughs> and his other personality was so intelligent and aware of the blackouts that the Max that we see would have that he could make it look like nothing happened. Right? You you have added a whole different level to this whole thing. So so by your rationale, even the scenes where they weren't in on planet drool and it was quote unquote reality where he was in class and everything else. So you're saying that even that was somehow manifested by him? No, no, not everything. Okay. I think he died the night before his second day of school. Okay. I mean, did, did you see all of those wires on that power adapter? <laughs> he literally shocked himself to death, which was why the main villain was electricity himself. He, he had some resentment in the afterlife Fuck. towards electricity. He har yeah, that, that's exactly why why this whole story unfolded the way it did. So when the tornado was happening at the school... He was dead already. Yeah, he's been. He was dead before Sharkboy and Lava Girl even came to the school. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, you have blown my mind. Have I? I think so. I have not found any theories on this on the internet. I This is my own creation well, right here. Reddit had nothing. Nothing. For this? Yeah, nothing. I, I mean, I didn't really look that deep. I I'm know. sure he didn't because no. we don't do research. Here, no, but no, none at all. Wow. So. Wow, yeah. that has added a whole new perspective to this. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> the next time my daughter and I are watching this, I'm going to throw this on top of her and blow her fucking seven-year-old mind right through the back <laughs> of her head. She's good. Hey, honey, Max is dead. He's been dead He's this been dead this time. <laughs> She's going to go, what? What do you mean he's dead? He's what? right there. What do you mean, Daddy? <laughs> he can't be dead. But, but that, yeah. that would explain a lot. Yeah. Because who can believe in it? What, a, a, a chocolate chip cookie rolling down a valley of, of milk? That and the parents, right? Right. Like, he's like, the at the end with the tornadoes, like, they go through this weird flip-flop of one gets taken away and then the other gets taken away. The husband with the wife is like, 
No, don't leave me. As she's being sucked into torn into a tornado, she's like, I thought you wanted me to go. And he's like, no, I just, I, I want to write uh, scripts and stuff. And I just want you to support me. Or I don't know what he was saying. And she gets sucked in the tornado, right? Lava Girl saves her. And then what? And then, but it's not as emotional when the dad leaves because she's like, <laughs> husband's gone. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. She was excited. Yeah, she was very I, excited. I, 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 and and Kristen Davis has every right to be. Which, excited. by the way, every right to be. That dude. What kind of a dad and husband was that? Hey, I mean, that's David Arquette, man. Who's that, who that is was, that? That was life imitating art. All right. Do you know who Courtney Cox is from Friends? No. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. You know who Courtney Cox is in general? No. Okay. Have you watched a Scream movie before? Yeah. She's the reporter. She's the report. Really? Yes, that's Courtney Cox. God, so how he old is this was movie? 2005. And what relation is he to the reporter? He was married to her at one point. So she was Courtney Cox Arquette. Anywho, they divorced. So and- wait, just because he married an actress, that means he can be an actor? No, thank you. Well, no, David Arquette, he's from a, a, a family that's been... Patricia Arquette... Rosanna Arquette. None of They've, that is uh, ringing okay. a bell. Anyways, moving on. Names don't. I know ring they a bell mean nothing me. to they you. Mean nothing I, to I me. don't know what how to give you perspective on this. Rosanna Arquette was in a movie called True Romance, which is actually number one on my top film list, which you won't know about because nope. you haven't seen it. Nope. Anywho, David Arquette took a dive off the deep end once he uh, divorced with Courtney Cox. And he became a professional wrestler. <laughs> where, where in Mexico? Like where did he uh, go? W, WCW, my friend. Before, what, before they, that? before they went tits up. <laughs> they were, they were the competitor of WWE. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. That's awesome. So, watching David Arquette in this film, I was like, "Yep, that makes sense that he should be there." Now, Kristen Davis, on the other hand, that was not something that I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." She was a huge part in a, a, a show called Sex in the City, which, again, I'm assuming you don't know what that is, and that's fine because you're not a woman between the ages of 30 and 60. Nope. Nope. Anyway, she, she is an actress who is has some level of respect. David Arquette being in a film like this, not a shock at all. Okay. But Kristen Davis being in it is kind of, kind of a surprise. But circling back to what you said, because I've gone off on a huge fucking tangent here. Watching, yes, the the individual reactions to either parent being swept off to a tornado. Uh, yeah, there was a huge kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, imbalance there between the two of them. And as far as the parents fighting, yeah, I get it. Their kid's fucked up. So, of course, they're fighting about <laughs> yeah. him. They're fighting yeah. over it. Why like, else would they be fighting? Exactly. Of course exactly. it's the kid. So, Max has got this diary where he's talking about this this you know kid with fucked up teeth and this chick that lights shit on fire. And oh. he had this shark boy in his bath shower it, it, tub in his shower. for how long? Right. Right. He can clearly survive outside the bathtub. Why was he kept well, in there? Well, well, bear in mind, they're also, you know, arguing because they're in mourning because their son, as you, you know, indicated. Oh, shit. El- he's el- dead. He electrocuted himself <laughs> and he's fucking dead at this point. 
Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what does it matter? Right. No. <laughs> that's why they didn't see this shark boy in the bathtub. <laughs> because he's fucking dead. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> He's walking around as a ghost. Mommy, why are you fighting? <laughs> you killed him. You made him you made him shock him. You you crushed his dreams <laughs> with that with that fucking robot. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That, and that's what happened. Yeah, that's right. I, we've solved it. Max is dead. This entire <laughs> fucking film. <laughs> we <laughs> I love, I love that I go way deeper in these kids' movies and, 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 than and, I do adult ones. And usually, this is a giant annoyance for me. But in this case, <laughs> brother, you've hit the nail on the yes. fucking head. Okay, that little shitbag is dead. Oh fuck yeah, he's dead. And that explains everything. Yeah, and that explains why he's not in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> know that that's fantastic I, I'm, I'm spoiling it for you right, right here now but no then no the little shit bag isn't in the, in the sequel well what's the point i mean he made oh, oh no, no, no oh wait he's dead that's right he's dead but they don't acknowledge it and that's what's sad. okay cool that's awesome Oh, you know, I'm happy to end it right there. Yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, I think I'm good. So, hey, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that um, if you ever get in a situation in Fred Meyer where you have the opportunity to take a lot of money, do it. Amen, brother. Amen. You know what I learned today? What? <laughs> that Max was dead the entire <laughs> film. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know what did you think of the kill begging you know i'm never gonna buy it personally right I, I might get it as a gift for somebody it was not terrible it's not my tastes i it's likable right i i enjoyed it but i it's not a personal repeating drink i would get it's not something you would consistently no. go back to no, no, is no. what you're saying no yes okay very, i want to be nice about it because it was good well they're not a sponsor so you but can, i'm you i'm can, very you can torture them all well there's day. that but i'm also very picky you know you're a whiskey snob by the I way i am a whiskey snob i yes. didn't point this out to you it's a blend it is a blend it is a blend yeah and maybe that's why i don't like it wow whiskey snob. i had the sneaking suspicion I think one of the, I've already selected the whiskey for the next several episodes, so I think there's a couple of single malts in there, so okay. I'm, I'm hoping that your fucking pretentious ass will be happy with them. Yeah, sure. Right. Although, it's not really a matter of pretentiousness, it's just I'm very picky with my tastes. Ultimately, did it get you drunk? Yes, and, and that's what I care about, but I mean, that's the main thing. The other, the, the other thing is, how enjoyable is it when I'm drinking? And the other thing is, um, how much does it hit the wallet? <laughs> and brother, this this buddy, and I don't know if I even said it at the beginning, and I may have or not. Uh, yeah, it's about uh, thirty two ninety nine. I think Ooh, is what it was. A couple bucks more than Jameson. Yeah, Oof. which we go back to the Jamie every I'm, time. I'm gonna have to bring in some old crow. 
which is like 10 bucks. Go, <laughs> go fuck yourself because I ain't drinking that shit. Will it get you drunk? Yes. Sure. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it will. Will it make you die the next no, day? No, no, no. I'll, I'll get some nice. I have a whole plan here that I'll tell you um, when we're when we're off this episode. Cause so it's a surprise <laughs> for the listeners. No more surprises. <laughs> I've already got a what a testacuzzi that I have to deal with here. That's the only surprise yeah. I need for the rest of the day. All right, all right, that's fine. Okay, good. All right, hey bud. Uh, so, as I understand it, we're on Facebook. That's right. All right, that is at the Morally Flexible Podcast. Uh, so you can hey, here, us on Facebook. So here you go, folks. Just look for the Morally Flexible Podcast on Facebook. You'll fucking find us at that point. That's right. Yep. And I and I I am in charge of posting the humorous memes that I throw out there, mm-hmm. and occasionally I'll put something uh, insightful. I think I put something about lube on there recently, a nice article. So okay. go ahead and check that out. Um, where are we on Twitter? Twitter is at the morally, and our website is. MorallyFlexiblePodcast.com. That's right. You can email us at contact at MorallyFlexiblePodcast.com, and that's Gmail. Excellent. I mean, any email will work if you email at that address. That's contact at MorallyFlexiblePodcast.com. Yes. So please reach out to us. Yeah. Touch us. We want to touch you. Yeah. We want to interact because if we have touched you in some way and fondled you in some way that, that has pleased you and or displeased you, we We need to know know about it. Absolutely. Cause that's the only way we can change. And yes, is if you can tell us. Absolutely. So next episode, the only thing I can remember at this point is that we are reviewing polar. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't remember. I think it's Polar. Is it Polar? I think it's Polar. The the Netflix original movie Polar starring right. Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, don't quote us. It might be wrong. It could be something else. <laughs> it could be I, something I, I completely know. different. I, 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 that's the problem. I don't throw it in the notes ever, and I you know probably should. And, I mean, whatever. Well, we'll know next episode. It'll be what it'll, and, and it'll, if it's going to be what it's going to be. And if you've listened all the way up to this point, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We thank you. Absolutely. Because I'm pretty sure most of my family and friends have not listened up until this point. No, I'm we're already, almost at three hours. And I'm burping. And I'm wasted. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yes, uh, just for the just for the record, um, I drained the bottle and I fucked up at this point. <laughs> so, anyways, I will end it here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. God.